Welcome to Back Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. I'm Ben. This has been one hell of a year. <laughs> and I thought to cap it off, we'd talk about Doomsday Clock. Two years in the making or something? Uh, or more? It, it started in November of 2017, and oh, it concluded God. in December of 2019. Okay, so two years. So two years yeah. and one month. Yeah. Right. It took for a 12-issue miniseries <laughs> hey. that was also the driving force behind the publishing line. That's... One every two months on average. Yeah. That's not the worst track record for it's, books. It is not. Yeah. It's probably about twice as long as it's supposed to take. Yeah. Though, I would it, guess. Literally that. Doomsday Clock is written by Jeff Johns with art by Gary Frank. It is the culmination of everything that Johns set up, all the way starting with things like Flashpoint. Mm. Of course, Flashpoint what? was written by Jeff what? Johns, and it started the New 52. Yeah. That was originally Jeff Johns' baby, where he's like... And that was, sub- and that was originally supposed to oh, end no. with this. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it was more like, well, Johns, Johns wrote stories for the Legion of Superheroes and the JSA. Mm. So n- clearly he has an affinity for these, like, characters who are relics. Yeah. Uh, and they represent... Like, just a black and white, idealized version of superheroes. The good guys are good, the bad guys are bad, let's have hope in our hearts, that kind of thing. It's Mm -hmm. simple. So then he wrote Flashpoint, which is this misery fest about how, like, what if this lunatic killed this dude's mom, then the dude went back, saved his mom, and it caused a a war that people seem to prefer to the current DC universe? It's supposed to be, and I think John's meant for it to be... Oh, it was said my mom! <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Why is it all like that? And it's like, yeah. Apparently my mom is Hitler. <laughs> yeah. You change one thing and your favorite heroes, uh, uh-huh. everything goes to shit. That's right. Don't mess with time, Barry. Even though your mom shouldn't have died in the first place. It's never been expressly stated that the New 52 was like an afterthought. And that somebody went like, oh my god, we're right in the middle of a time thing? Let's reboot the entire line because I'm sick of having to answer questions at cons. But I'm certain that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And so New 52 came out, and the problem with New 52, of course, was that it was so successful. It was very popular, it made a lot of money, and it had absolutely no rudder and no direction. Yep. And John's, I think, was like, my God, what have I done? <laughs> also, of course, DC Universe Rebirth teased and set up Doomsday Clock. That was already in motion. Right. And it was going to be the template for the future of DC. This is where we're going. It's like an unspoken crisis. As I recall, the implication was that we got what was happening in Rebirth because of Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Oh, we got all of this because of Dr. Manhattan. So it wasn't Flashpoint directly that caused it, but it somehow... Well, it was originally. When Jones wrote it. Because he set it up. Like, Pandora's involved. And then literally Dr. Manhattan in DC Universe was like, boom! And just blows up the reason why, in continuity, the New 52 happened. He's like, no! (laughs) (laughs) That was dumb. Who cares Uh, about Grifter? Yeah, well, who does care about Grifter? uh, Ironically, everyone at DC now. Doomsday Clock is a sequel to Watchmen. I'm sorry. Really? It is. I mean, what? you can't not have it be a sequel to Watchmen. It has the Watchmen well, characters Well, yeah, but right. I I don't know. I just assumed it was really just going to be Dr. Manhattan. Right. And that's with that's stuff. that's what he was. Mm. You know, remember the button? Yeah. The comedian's yeah. button? I remember the button, yeah. 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 Well, it doesn't have anything to do with this. What? <laughs> But that was... It was a stopgap because DMC Cloud was taking too long. Oh, okay. People will argue in the comments that I'm wrong, but, like, I have it on good authority, I'm right. (laughs) So... The opening of Doomsday Clock is, it's 1992, in the Watchmen universe. Okay. We're just going right there. Yes. Opening page is, it's Watchmen. What? 
Veidt. Okay. Adrian Veidt's Damn it. plan. Yeah. It's it's out. Cat's out of the bag. Somebody read Rorschach's journal. Okay. And they published it. Okay. Like right then or just no, now? Just now. Oh. Like it so took for years. It took like a few years from eighty six to ninety two. For the journal to Eight disseminate, okay. for people to unravel the mystery, and they did. Like they found out about like the missing scientists, artists, and creators that like helped to craft the space alien. Okay, that, right. Uh, so they figured it all out. They it's, fig- all... it's all on the table, and the New York Times broke the story, mm. and it ruined everything. Right. The the piece, Robert Redford, current president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all falling apart. Mass hysteria, riots in the streets, government's falling apart. Um, the Russians are blaming the Americans. They're saying that like the Americans did it in conjunction with Ozymandias. Mm. So nuclear war's back on the table. Right. Looks like nukes are back on our menu, boys. <laughs> so people is, is there a clock? Is it saying like, oh, it's less than two minutes to midnight they, now? The doomsday clock comes up, but not in the Watchmen universe. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. All right. That's where it should be most prevalent. <laughs> You'd think that, but it's not really a Watchmen story. You said it was a sequel to Watchmen. Well, we're seeing the sequelization of Watchmen. He sequelizes only the things he needs uh, to sequelize in order to get us to where we need to be. Yeah. Okay. Because it's not important if it's in the Watchmen universe. If it doesn't affect the Justice Batman League in our, in our universe or yeah. their universe. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Okay. I mean, people who That's like Watchmen fair. care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the people who like Watchmen don't want a sequel right. to Watchmen. They're not going to read this anyway. I mean, they are because, like, we know you're reading it. But, like, they're not going to like it. And they're never going to like it, whether it's, you know, excellent or derivative. I mean, look at before Watchmen. They go into uh, Veidt's office. We're seeing, you know, the news is punctuating how... Everything's falling apart. And like, listen, if you want to read Doomsday Clock, I highly recommend you do. I'm going to put it in the description below this video. You can get the trade paperback. It's a little mm. cheaper. Uh, and one must pour over this. It is, in essence, a sequel to Watchmen. It is also attempting to be the marching orders for the DC Universe. It's trying to fix things, set things up, and tell a story at the same time. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's very dense. And so people are going to be mad but I didn't talk about this very specific news anchor who says this very specific thing, or right. the appendices, or the additional articles in the back, because there's there's extra shit in here, oh, boy. like there was in Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, but where's the story of the Red Raider, or whatever the fuck that boat was? Oh, the Black oh, Freighter. The black. That's it. <laughs> the Red <There>. Raider. <laughs> It rhymed with the thing that it was. Let me tell you something. I knew there was a color. <laughs> there is a Black Freighter element in this story. Oh, thank God. But in the DC Universe, and it's a little, it's, it's very different. Oh. It's just, it uses that as a, doesn't use Black Freighter, but it uses the concept of, let me tell a story within a story that parallels and punctuates the basic themes I'm trying to get at right. in this main thing. We'll talk right. about that in a minute. U.S. forces, like, storm Vite's stronghold in the Arctic. Okay. And when they get there, they find, like, a medical chamber and a CAT scan that shows that, what? It's CAT scan. Because Bubass is a cat. Yeah. <laughs> They find a CAT scan of Ozymandias, presumably Ozymandias' skull, ah. and the implication that he has a mass. Oh. But Vite's not there. He's not there. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he, he, right. he bailed. <laughs> he blew ass and then he left. <laughs> yeah. We see a prison starting to erupt in violence because, like, they're in the blast zone of what's coming. Oh. Cool. And... What? 
Well, because wouldn't everybody be? Well, yeah. <laughs> if you're talking about nuclear yeah, war. Yeah, but we're, we're specifically in a prison to showcase that Rorschach has returned. Ah, okay. One of the prisoners, like, grabs a guard. And he's like, give me the keys. And then Rorschach shows up, grabs the keys, and he's like, you still want but out? But is it really Rorschach? So this is a crazy thing, because yeah, he was sequel. fucking exploding. Yeah, he, Ror- was, yeah. he was... Walter Kovacs blew up. Yeah, this is but just is a guy in a mask. It's, it's, it's presumably... You would assume it's just some dude in a mask. That yeah. it's not Walter Kovacs back to life. Right. But we treat him like the Rorschach. Right. He you acts know. just like Rorschach. He acts just like Rorschach. Okay. Or at least he starts to act just like Rorschach. You start to see the veneer start to fall apart. Uh. And as you get to know the man behind the mask, you learn more about who it is. But the reason why Rorschach is in this prison is because he is racing against the clock. He is an agent of someone else. He's trying to procure someone at this prison. When he opens the door, he reveals Erica Manson, a.k.a. the Marionette. The Marionette is a new character created in the Watchmen universe. Again, that's why it's a sequel. Right. Uh, We get new characters. Uh, She is part of the new duo, Marionette and Mime. Marionette and Mime are two characters who presumably existed in the Watchmen universe who were antagonists for whatever heroes came across them, but... The only example we see is when they come across Dr. Manhattan. Is that them? That is On them. the cover? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Marionette and Mime are also analogs for characters from a previous company. Mm. The Charlton Company. Ah, yes, of course. Just as Blue Beetle and The Question and Captain Atom were themselves uh, the basis for Dr. Manhattan and so forth, uh, we got two other Charlton characters who, of course, were acquired by DC and folded in just as the other ones were. Right. And what uh, were the characters they were based on? Those characters were Punch and Julie. I was going to say, Punch I remember Julie. those from a, a freaking book that yeah, we did. Yeah, Tom King used them in I Am Suicide during his Batman run. Uh, but Punch and Julie occasionally will pop up and no one gave a shit. Right. And I want to tell you something. When Marionette and Mime are introduced in this book, they are the breakout new characters of this series. People really responded to Marionette and Mime. No one used them since this. Right. But they are fun characters, deeper and more interesting than Punch and Julie, and, you know. Gotta love that clown circus Who doesn't love the clown thing? Everyone likes the clowns. Especially in the DC Universe. (laughs) So. It's all about them. So Rorschach is like, you gotta come with me. And she's like, no way. But you can't be Rorschach because it's been eight years I've heard you're dead. Right. And he's like... I am Rorschach, but I'm different. I'm not going to do the Rorschach voice. He speaks in broken sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Thank just you. going to say the essence of what he Exactly. Yeah, I don't he, need to try and break down not gonna that do that. speech. Yeah. But, uh, but Rorschach's like, how can I convince you? I don't have any time. Takes off his glove and reveals he's black. Ah, so it's not Rorschach. Boom. Not Rorschach, not Walter Kovacs. Well, not Still Walter dead. Kovacs doesn't mean he's not Rorschach. Well, he is Rorschach for all intents and purposes. Well, yeah. So... He's taking up the mantle of Rorschach. <sighs> he baits her by being like, you had a son. I know the guy who knows where he is and will give him to you if you do this job for us. Mm. Us? Yeah. Well, Rorschach and his employer. Yeah, the, the uh, people who are hired, hired who brought him. brought him out. Right. Uh, so she's like, well, I'm not going anywhere until my husband comes with us. Right. That's Mime. Mime. Uh, yeah. Mime, of course, had already been freed and we see his, like, there's a prison riot, people free Mime. 
mime doesn't talk. He's a mute. Mm. And uh, his, which is fitting for the character. Exactly. Name. His whole shtick is he has like invisible weapons that he uses, but I don't believe that in the Watchmen universe they actually become weapons. Right. I think it's more like he mimes them and then affects their outcome through other means but he is incredibly graceful and strong and talented mm. so you know it's like he makes it look like he stabbed you by miming a, a knife but he'll find another way to stab you and make it look like you've been stabbed right oh yeah. i was hoping it was all psychosomatic like right. he, he makes you believe that you have been so good at being so good at it the Your french brain love makes him it real yeah no i it's don't like you're think in the that's... fucking matrix <laughs> When you're I, fighting him. I don't think that's the case, <laughs> but the big the big surprise and twist that I'll reveal here because you're not watching the show to find out what happened to Doomsday Clock is that when they come to the DC universe... His powers, powers become real. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does he speak and be like, holy shit! <laughs> no! Mime is very committed. <laughs> uh, and in fact, Marionette and Mime are committed to each other. They're, they are grotesque in their execution of their crimes mm. but their love is so <laughs> pure and beautiful that it makes it kind of like frustrating like to you, read. you kind of forgive <laughs> it you you don't if you're not a sociopath okay <laughs> but like you forget sometimes as you're reading you're like look at them go like yeah. you, you you want them almost you're to get rooting away for them a little bit until you see them do more things and they are so unapologetic in their execution that you're like uh, ugh. yeah but you know that's that's the case with watchman characters so like yeah. okay you've done it rorschach leads marionette and mime through the sewers of the city and they end up in a secret lair which of course is night owl's lair from watchman ah uh, yes yeah. Marionette and Mime are like, oh my god, we're in the we're in the owl lair. Like, so mm -hmm. you you hooked up with Night Owl? And he's like, no. And then Ozymandias arrives. Ozymandias escaped custody and punishment for his crimes, uh, and then coerced this Rorschach into freeing Marionette and Mime. Well, Marionette. Right. And uh, to help aid in his new scheme. ridiculously circuitous scheme. Right. Which will save the world. He's got a little baby Bubastis. He's got a little baby Bubastis, yeah. Baby it's Bub red. Baby Bubastis is the result of cloning technology and experimentation that Ozymandias fully funded through shell corporations under the guise of trying to protect like basically every species on the planet. They uh, uh, got the DNA of every species, and then he's like, I'm going to use this well, he's, to he, make a pet. He took the ashes of Bubastis and then tried to mix them with any animal that would allow for Bubastis to return. So Bubastis was already like a genetic experiment. Yeah. yeah. So Why I'm, couldn't he just redo that experiment? He wants Bubastis back. No, no. He is but so heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but those ashes, ashes have DNA. Yeah. He wants Bubastis back. There's okay. a there's an appendice thing in here where he is he is so distraught and heartbroken at the end of the first Watchmen story that he spends trillions of dollars to get Bubastis back. Well, I, to be fair, he's the one that threw the handle, yeah, so he, he should I, feel guilty. Yeah, but he why, if he was going to feel that bad about it, why would he have done it in the first place? He needed to do, as you recall, there's no Watchmen, other way. There was no other way. He had to. He had to flip the switch then. I also assume that he thought he might die. Yeah, I think he expected to die. Yeah. So, Bubastis is back. The appendices explain, and I think Ozymandias explains through like one or two panels that ultimately 
no animal species would work. So he went back to the drawing board and realized that the ashes didn't just come from Bubastis, they also came from John's body. And so he used John's DNA and merged it with the Bubastis DNA and whatever else would work <laughs> okay. to create this new Bubastis, whom he calls Bubastis II. <laughs> no, if you're gonna just, if you're gonna try and resurrect your pet, you just call it Bubastis. He just calls it Bubastis, but it's, it's, it's designation is Bubastis II. Right. Uh, it would be two Bastis. Or, 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 or the second. Like yeah, Ramsey's the second. The second. Like Ramsey's the second. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. See, that makes sense. That's what I was thinking. And that's what he An does. Yeah, yeah. And as a result, Ozymandias has his best friend back, but also the linchpin <laughs> to his scheme to save the world again. His scheme is, I'm going to ask Dr. Manhattan to come back and save the world. That's his whole plan. That's not much of a plan. No, it's not. That's, but don't worry, he concocts one hell of a plan when he goes to another reality. Oh, Guess which boy. one. Uh, <laughs> essentially, Ozymandias re reasons that Dr. Manhattan left, and, you know, because at the end of Watchmen, he says, I'm leaving this universe one less complicated or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, that universe, of course, would end up being the DC universe. And it's not less complicated. <laughs> it's a lot more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> you got here, it's just like, Holy shit! Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> he's become the watcher. We're just like, I can't get involved, but this is fascinating. Yeah, I'll just watch and talk to the audience. Ozymandias's plan is he outfitted Archie, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, to you know break through the barrier and end up in the universe, following Doctor Manhattan's tachyons, which he leaves behind wherever he goes. Mm. Uh, he uses Bubastis too to basically act as like an interdimensional tether or magnet that brings him through because not only does Bubastis II have like some little bit of Dr. Manhattan imprinted onto him, but also it can use Dr. Manhattan's powers a little bit. Oh. It, when it activates, it basically calls to Dr. Manhattan and acts like a magnet, so it compels Manhattan to come whether he wants to or not. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So. Ozymandias explains that his original plan was he was going to ask Laurie to come, oh. but he was like, if he sees Laurie and Dan, he might freak out and not come with me. So I'll bring someone whom he spared in his past that will remind him of his heroism. Because the idea here is that when Dr. Manhattan crossed paths with Marionette and Mime, and there's, right. a, there's an awesome sequence that showcases that. Huh. Uh, Marionette and Mime were robbing a bank and we see the whole sequence where he, where they rob the bank, and then Dr. Manhattan shows up. Mm -hmm. And it takes place during Watchmen. Okay. You know? During the story of Watchmen? More or less, or during the timeline, because right. Manhattan is with Laurie, and they're on the compound, and they're, okay. they're down the road from this bank. Yeah, so it's like maybe shortly before yes. or something. Yeah. So John shows up to fight Marionette Mime, and by fight, I mean <laughs> explode. Right. And when he goes to explode Mime, Marionette and says, no, don't. If you're gonna kill him, you have to kill me too. Mm. And he stops for a minute, and we see the sequence where we have ba -bum. It's the sound of a heartbeat. Yeah, I thought it was Babum. I'm like, he doesn't know how to say baby? <laughs> that is a Babum. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, they're arrested, and that's when they end up at the prison that they are in until Rorschach springs them. Right. People presume that the reason why he didn't kill her was because she was pregnant. But of course we all know that in Watchmen, during the Vietnam War, he didn't save a pregnant woman from being killed by the comedian. Right. So 
clearly pregnant women are not his Achilles heel. Right. He spared her for some other reason. Mm. And that reason is why Ozymandias wanted Marionette to come with them. Oh. To remind John about why he spared her in the first place. And maybe, presumably, that might have something to do with saving humanity as well. Okay. Right? That's an interesting concept, and it's a cool take on it. I would hope that maybe the the idea is that maybe he learned mm -hmm. from Vietnam. Right. Like, oh, life has asshole. meaning. <laughs> yeah. I should have spared her. Ba bum. Uh, All right. I'm gonna learn from this. You're gonna. You're not gonna die. Right. Nope. Yeah. No. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh, that wouldn't make any sense because he was getting like further removed yes, from his exactly. humanity as time went by. So that wouldn't like jive with like his arc. No. You say that, book. but at the same time, at the end of the well, book, at the end he learns. He, yes, but, but that was because Rory uh, intervened and right. got him to come back. Yeah, the, the lesson and he learns on Mars is yeah, what brings him like, back. Well, until that moment, he hadn't learned anything and was getting worse. And yes. then, yeah, yeah. So, so Ozymandias is like, "All right, so everyone, get in the in the ship. We're gonna go to the DC universe." Meanwhile, in <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, That's the, his plan? Yeah. What? We're going to go follow John, get him, bring him back, and unmake this bullshit. So he knows that John went to the DC universe? He knows he went to another universe. Oh. He doesn't call it the DC universe. I see. He's like, he well, wherever he went, we're going. That's right. And we're going to use Bubastis yeah. a second to get us there. Okay. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to follow the Tachyons. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, meanwhile, in the DC universe, Clark is asleep at home with Lois, and he has a dream that is a literal recreation of that time his parents died in the New 52 origin. So Clark Kent, in the New 52 origin, didn't have parents in his adolescence. His parents are not alive when he's Superman. Okay. And in fact, in the New 52, the JSA was never formed, and as a result, Superman was never Superboy, and as a result, Superboy never inspires the Legion of Superheroes in the 31st century, so there's no Legion of Superheroes either. So in the New 52, it's a little more hopeless, and John's posits that it's because there was no old fogey team, and there was no young fogey team. <laughs> so Clark is going to the prom, and basically he is talking about how his powers have manifested, and he's, like, asking for advice, and Pa is like, one day you'll let the world in on your secret, but, like, no one's ever seen anything like you before, and they may be afraid of you. And that lesson that John imparts Clark inspires the New 52 version of Superman. Oh, like, don't save me don't and save expose me. yourself. Tornado! Go into a tornado. Right. No, but, he, but John never jumps into a tornado. Instead, <laughs> instead, Clark goes to the prom. Mm -hmm. And on the way home, John and Martha are T-boned by a truck and they smash into a tree and they die. Oh. Which is actually what happens in the New 52. Oh. Okay. So, Clark's last lesson from his father is, they will fear you. Superman still becomes Superman, and we still get Tomasi Superman, and we still get post-crisis Superman who went back in time, and then ends up getting merged with New 52 Superman. We're, forget all that. It's like the lesson didn't <laughs> stick. Just forget it. Okay. Okay. Forgetting. Done. Superman gets married and has a kid, and it doesn't matter. And, yeah. he, and, he's, and he resembles the Superman that we liked and remembered, but he isn't technically the Superman we liked and remembered yet because John hasn't fixed it yet and uh -huh. that's what all that Rebirth and Doomsday Clock is is John fixing DC for himself uh -huh. just Superman or primarily Superman well Superman's the linchpin for everything <laughs> he's the key to all of this that's right I thought so, that was Flash or Green Lantern at some point fuck him 
No. Sometimes it's Aquaman. <laughs> they talk about, well, he, and he wrote all of those characters. Uh, Johns suggests that, well, we'll get there. Yeah, but yeah. The Green Lanterns don't really factor in. Okay. But Flash does. Superman basically has this nightmare that is literally what happened to his parents. Mm-hmm. And Lois is like, I don't You broke the bed again. Well, no, he flies up. Like, there's this beautiful mm-hmm. sequence where he, when he wakes up, he is like four feet above the covers. Mm-hmm. Four feet above the covers. That's right, thank you. But, uh, but she says, come down. And then he floats down and, and she's like, I don't think I've ever remembered you having a nightmare. And he's like, I don't think I've ever had one before. Mm. Is that what this is? You so, have these regularly? Oh God, this is terrifying. never had a nightmare before. Yeah. Which is he's super Well, he's so full of hope. Slept. Nightmares are like a weakness. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> well, he doesn't need to sleep. But, he doesn't uh, need to sleep? That uh, depends. John's worked for Richard Donner when he made the Superman movie. Okay. And in the Superman movie, he doesn't need to sleep or eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he likes to. Right. So while in the comics, Superman is a flesh and blood creature that needs sleep and food. <laughs> when he lands here and gets the yellow sun of the, of, of the earth, presumably he doesn't need to sleep or eat as much as he would were he under the red sun. Rao sure. of Krypton. Right. right. He gets anyway, nourishment in other ways. Right. He, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, a, he's a flower. He yeah. gets nourishment he, from the sun. Ozymandias gives Marionette and Mime their costumes. We get the flashback to the origins of uh, why Marionette and Mime aren't dead because they met Dr. Manhattan. Right. Uh, Ozymandias leaves the Watchmen universe for the DC universe as the nukes are dropping. Oh, wow. So the world's over. Just in time, yeah. Uh, What's he going to try and do and come back for? Well, I guess he could bring John back into the past of that universe. Right. Maybe. Whatever. (laughs) Let's not try to guess what Ozymandias' okay, plan yeah. was. Do we rely right. on a Flash to travel nope. through? T- okay, good. There is no Flash, Speed Force, time travel in this story. No. All right. Um, that good. There's there's only Dr. Manhattan time travel. Right. Where I am in every timeline. Right. Like, it's now, it's then, it's it's sure. it's, it's, it's where it's going to be. Yeah, he perceives time that way. That doesn't mean that he's yeah, everywhere. But- well, but that's how he perceives it. Everywhere he's kind of been is is where he, he is. is. He is where he is now. Yeah. So uh, been or will be exactly. Yeah. So in the DC universe, there is no setup for this, which is also frustrating because it's a big setup, and it would have been really cool if like all of the writers and DC editorial <laughs> were on board when they set this up. Right. But the idea here is that there is this popular theory that is permeating the DC landscape which is the Superman theory. The concept of which is, we all know Superman came from another planet, and he landed on Earth, and he landed in America, and he dresses like the American flag, but we can all trust him to do the right thing, regardless of nations and borders, right? Okay. Superman is not American by birth. Mm-hmm. He's an but, immigrant. Yeah, he's an immigrant. Yeah. But why are there so many American superheroes? I suggest it's because the American government engineered them as a, like, nuclear deterrent against foreign nations. This is a theory that people are that's talking the, about the in the current, DC universe? In this book only. In this book, right. Yes. Some people are talking about that. Yes, and while Superman is not implicit in the theory, they call it the Superman theory. Okay. <laughs> Some characters have admitted to being part of it. What? Oh. Who? Characters we know, or characters that you don't know? Oh, I see. 
But they exist, by gum. Right. Let me tell you so that. So not too many people would be upset by a retcon where they are like in cahoots with the government. Right. To deter Russian aggression. Exactly. Okay. Are you kidding me? That happens in like almost every comic book universe at some point. The government's just like, oh, we're going to experiment on people or we're just going to mm-hmm. train yes. people. That is yep. they're become superheroes. But, but, but now it is explicitly part of characters' backstories that it was not part of their backstories before. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, the idea here is the, the Superman theory is really frustrating people. It's riling everybody up. It's getting governments upset. Where is it coming from? Like, why now? Right, why now? Uh, so well, that Watchmen in DC can have some kind of parallel. Yes, that's why. <laughs> yes, that's exactly obviously, why. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, no. It's, why do they think it's happening now? Like, oh, presumably since, like, what, like the 1960s the government's been doing this? Well, why now in 20... Well, I guess we no, don't know No, because Superman landed 25 years ago. Oh, right. Okay. So the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> So, Batman's sentiment is at an all-time low. People are mm. protesting oh, they Batman. Think Batman's part of it. They just don't like him. Oh. I mean, like, he is... <laughs> the anti-Batman mentality that's that, that's tearing Gotham apart right now in this story and in no other story yeah. anywhere ever again <laughs> is connected to the Superman theory, but Batman is, like, the only one that's not a goddamn superhero, so, like, what the hell... Anyway, <laughs> not uh, only that, but Gotham is the worst place. Yes, well, you'd maybe that's think why they'd be happy. Maybe about that's why they're either. protesting. It's like he's here, but maybe he's the cause of it. Yeah, there's you know, there's actually there's a great commentary where Perry White is telling his reporters to stay indoors because like the riots and the anti super or metahuman sentiment is getting worse. Right, and he's like, it looks like Gotham out there. <laughs> Ouch, Perry. Yeah, Ouch. damn. I mean, like you know. Oh yeah, we get one of these one of these newspaper articles. clippings in the back. New theory on concentration of metahumans in the United States raises questions about secret origins. Oh, that was a, that was a DC comic. Yeah. Yeah. And they show a map showing like all the heroes in the U.S. is just like covered yep. in little and dots, like, think, and then the other countries there, like, have eh. like a handful. Yeah, yep, a couple. So in the meta text, LexCorp and Wayne Tech have been buying up any companies that are doing any research into the metagene and metahumans mm. and have been for a long time. Interesting. And Lex Luthor is winning because Lex is doing it corruptly and Batman's doing book. it because he works with these people. Mm. Johns is capitalizing on a couple of things that were set up in the New 52 like LexCorp's acquisition of Cord Industries. So like Blue okay. Beetle's company. Mm. Yep. So Lex is getting more and more power. He's getting all these scientists. He's getting all this data on whether the Superman theory is correct. Right. And that perhaps maybe some of this sentiment has been has been popularized through Lex Luthor. Ah, okay. The Watchmen mm-hmm. land. You know, your favorite super team. So yeah. they just got here? Oh, yeah. They oh, just, yeah, yeah. They pressed the button to, to activate the li- Bastis gene. Literally, they handcuff Marionette and Mime to the ship and Rorschach and Ozymandias leave uh, to go seek out the world's smartest men. That's what? what Ozymandias is like, I need help here and to get my bearings, so I'm going to seek out the smartest man in this in new this world, world that I've never been to. That's right. Okay. That's right. Pardon me, boy! I'm Where's gonna... your smartest man? <laughs> smartest man? You mean Batman? <laughs> I'll give you half a crown if you bring him back in an hour! <laughs> Where's the me of this world? I want to talk to him. That's exactly it! <laughs> I mean, because that's what you're asking for. Like, Yeah, Jeff Johns is literally using narrative 
to try and make editorial policy, but also, you know, you want to see Rorschach and Batman fight, though, don't you? I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna piss God on Alan Moore's face, we might as well do it like full stream. I mean, I... Yeah. yeah, let's just handcuff the whole reason I brought the well. I brought we're, her no, here. we're gonna find Doctor Manhattan, bring him to them. These two are lunatics. I'm not gonna let them just run around in right. the DC universe. I don't even know what the DC universe is. And Ozymandias is just like, okay, I've just got to figure out what my bearings are. What we're gonna do is, I'm gonna go to the library and I'm gonna look up these like four real people mm -hmm. and see if they exist in this universe and what role they played in this universe. Okay. Like Hemingway and so forth. Right. Right. <laughs> Did so, they exist? Just so like, if, if let's presume that our history was the same up until a certain point yes. and then it diverged and I just want to figure out where that is. Which they bring up because of course Marionette and mine will escape and they will run into villains and when the villains offer to pay them off they're like, your dollars don't even have Nixon on them. <laughs> I don't want your funny money. Right. <laughs> so Ozymandias says he's going to go after the smartest man yeah. and Rorschach can go after the second smartest man. Meanwhile, throughout the story uh, Ozymandias keeps having like crippling headaches. Yeah. And Rorschach is like, oh, it's getting worse. He's like, yeah, we're, we're racing against the clock. That's right. my doomsday clock. Right. And I've got a tumor that's going to kill me and i got to hurry up and save the world and, you know, let, not let my legacy be tarnished by the horse shit I made. The amazing right. thing is, is I'm a super genius and I can't fix cancer. Yeah. No yeah. one can fix cancer. That's right. Yeah. So, Ozymandias figures it all out. Like, he finds out Bruce Wayne's Batman immediately. Did he come here for the Lazarus Pit? Uh, no. Damn it! Nope. Nope. He doesn't know about the Lazarus Pit. Yeah. And I guess when he finds out about it, he doesn't give a shit. There's a, there's a reason why he doesn't use the Lazarus Pit. All we'll right. get into that in a minute. Ozymandias and Lex, because that's his counterpart. Yeah. And Rorschach, Rorschach and, and Batman. Bruce. So, Rorschach breaks into Wayne Manor. Alfred made Batman pancakes for later. Rorschach eats them, because early in the story, Rorschach wanted the pancakes from his diner, and it's a long story. The point is, the, he wanted the pancakes. The pancakes are a thing. Yep, and now he has them. And, and he now Alfred is happy because Master Wayne finally <laughs> ate a meal. Yeah. yeah. No, he finds out that Rorschach ate them, and because Rorschach and Batman will meet, and the first thing Batman says to him is, you ate my breakfast. <laughs> so Rorschach finds out about the Batcave. He feels a draft. He holds a match up to the clock, uses the clock, gets into the Batcave. Uh-huh. Uh, it... He triggers the defenses. Batman immediately goes home. So Luther bumps into Ozymandias in his office. And I love watching the two of them talk. Because it's just great. Because they're just talking down at each other. Yes. You may be the smartest man here, but I'm still the smartest man. Well, you may think you're the smartest man, but I'm the smartest man. Yes. Right. I'm, ama I'm amazed that within three minutes they don't kill each other. Oh, it's great. Uh, Ozymandias, in, in between the panels, explains to Luther what he did on his earth and why he's here now. Right. And Lex Luthor goes, let me get this straight. <laughs> and he breaks down what Ozymandias' plan was to unite the world. Right. And he's like, if you're the world's smartest man, I'd hate to meet the dumbest. That's the worst plan <laughs> I've ever heard. Do you really expect every nation on earth to unite under one common foe? That is so stupid. Well, they did. As, but until it's not the lie was work. revealed. Yeah. yeah. So... And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for that damned Rorschach. Yeah. What <laughs> Ozymandias and Luther are attacked. Ozymandias dodges a bullet because he can. Luther doesn't. What are you talking about? He doesn't huh. catch it in his hand? No, he just gets out of the way. Luther gets one in the chest, and Ooh. it is revealed that the comedian has returned. What? Why? This makes no sense. So comedian's here, and he is here to 
to to kill. Uh, the comedian's fucking dead, my friend. And the comedian's <laughs> not in this universe. Nope, he's not. So I'm gonna cut to how comedians here. John brings the comedian here to kill Bubastis the second because he doesn't want to be found. So he knew about the time travel. So John just goes, comedian. Yeah, he knew yeah. about the. The interdimensional or the travel. interdimensional travel, right. yeah, yeah. We see the sequence where the comedian is killed. Yeah, Rosimandias beats him and throws him out the window. Yeah, and as he fall, as he's falling, he Venetian blinds out and lands in the harbor at uh yeah, at, but in Metropolis. no, like his body hit the pavement though. Like we saw it. Yeah, so no. is John changing what happened? John is John is borrowing the comedian. Oh, I remember people were so pissed. Oh, he's gonna put him right back. Someone's oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All so right. comedian is like he's he's literally a foot or two away from street pizza and then lands in the ocean. He's also severely beaten. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he can get better though. He does. <laughs> yeah, well, he just needs a day or two. Well, Blake wakes up in the harbor and he swims back to shore, and when he gets there, John's waiting for him and he goes, Hey Blake. <laughs> and he's like, Doc, what are you doing here, man? So now the comedian is like an agent of Dr. Manhattan. That's funny. Okay. More or less. Ozymandias looks at him. Didn't I kill you already? <laughs> yeah. Ozymandias immediately knows that it's John's work. You know. Right. They have a right, big right. fight. How could you be here? Oh, John exists. John exists. That's so, why. I guess. Yeah. Comedian tries to knock Ozymandias out the window, but Luther's glass is too strong. He's like, damn. Uh, really wanted to knock you out the window. <laughs> uh, so Ozymandias basically dodges bullets from the comedian until the window is soft enough to break through and he escapes. Uh, he intentionally jumps out the window. That's right. And Bubastis 2 goes, you, You'll see, okay, everyone's, every other <laughs> panel for Bubastis is him saying, Because <laughs> he's like a little cat. Meow. I... Out of all of the exploitation of this, the fact that there aren't Bubastis the second dolls is a crime. Yeah, he's adorable. He's so cute. Yeah. Maybe the color changes too. He's red when he's like young. When he activates his uh, when he activates his Doctor Manhattan powers, it's his his energy's blue. Ah. Of course. All right. So Batman and, and and Rorschach face off, but it's not Rorschach. It's this right, other guy. Right. It's this fucking guy. It's Reggie. Who's that? <laughs> Reggie is a new character that is established and retconned as an old character. We'll uh, get into Reggie. Okay. But, uh, I used to be a superhero until I stopped nope. being. And... Nope. No? no? He's something else. Nope, he's something else. So Rorschach says to Batman, you know, I'm trying to save the world. I'm trying to blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Please tell me it's not the freaking psychologist. No, it's not the psychiatrist. He was like no, he said it's a new character. It's a new character. It's a new character. Want to make sure? Well, he had a deep connection with Rorschach too. He did. Maybe he just lost some weight, right? Yeah, he got fit. <laughs> we haven't seen his face. He yeah. could be old. Yeah, getting strong. Uh, so Rorschach basically gives Batman Rorschach's journal. He's like, "Read this. It'll be faster than me trying to explain it in my horrible broken English." <laughs> okay. By the way, little eagle-eyed fan note. Uh, Archie lands in the DC universe. They land in the carnival in the in the Killing Joke. Oh, great. Gotta tie that in, too. Gotta tie that in, too. Yeah. Well, Three Jokers hasn't come yet. Ah, uh, yes. He did set it up, though. But yeah. one thing at a time. 
Uh, yeah, and then we're gonna get the friggin' uh, the friggin' plant from uh, Superman when, when oh, Superman yes. gets attacked the by Black the Mercy. The Black Mercy will show up at some point. I'm shocked. Alan Moore's not... greatest hits all covered in this book. You just described Jeff Johns' career. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand that he wanted to do some great stuff, but I can write it better. Well, I could I could expound on that. I could exploit it. <laughs> <laughs> so Rorschach gives Batman his journal. Batman reads it. Yep. Uh, Marionette and Mime escape. I love it because Mar- Marionette's yeah. like, did you remember to bring your lock picks? You know, these fake invisible lock picks. Yeah. But they work. But they work this time. So they Why leave. would she suggest that knowing that they're not real? Because, but, like, because maybe it does work. I don't know. But that's the thing. In their universe, apparently it works anyway. Right. Well, well, no, he does it. Circumstances, but like, but like he breaks the lock or something. However it works in the universe in the Watchmen doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> so we get a whole... Nine panel grid page. They're all basically nine. Yeah, panels. yeah. Uh, where Batman is reading the journal and Rorschach is impatiently waiting, and he says, "What page are you on?" And Batman says, four. <laughs> and he's like, "Jesus!" And Batman's like, "Why don't you go upstairs and take a shower?" <laughs> you have a way with people. <laughs> Alfred's up there. I'm sure he'd love your, your little project for Alfred. So, meanwhile, uh, there is an old man. No, I'm not going to even bother. Johnny Thunder of the JSA exists in the DC universe in the, like, New 52 post-rebirth continuity. Yeah. But he never became Johnny Thunder. So now he's just a 104-year-old man in this sad nursing home. Okay. Uh, Johnny Thunder knows he's supposed to be Johnny Thunder, but he's trapped having lived this mundane life. Okay. He's involved because he is a relic from the previous timeline. Right. And he desperately wants to be relevant and matter again. So people can be aware that something's wrong. Yeah. With the world. Yeah, and there and that happens because of course like in DC Universe Rebirth, Wally came from the Speed Force and he's like things are changed. Right. There's, yeah, we lost 5 years or and something. And there's a no, black was... me in this universe right. because they thought, "Oh, no one cares about Wally. We'll just update him and make him African American." And then right. people were like, "No, no I like, want Wally." Oh, okay. Well, then uh, we'll call the New 52 Wally Wallace and we'll bring back Wally. So there's two kid flashes and both of them are called Wally West, but one's black and one's white because it would be racist if we got rid of the other one. So, let's just move on. You know how like in Kingdom Come there is this character named Norman McRae who is like the Spectre's tether to humanity. Yeah, and the ride like along. narrative yeah. through line for yeah. Kingdom Come. Because you can't just tell a story about Superman and fighting Shazam. What right. does it matter if there's not like some normal Joe? Exactly. Carver Coleman is ipso facto the Norman McRae, more or less. Carver Coleman was this actor from the 40s. He played a actor who portrayed a character named Nathaniel Dusk. Nathaniel Dusk was a private eye in these like seri- serial noirish detective yeah. movies. Okay. Yeah. And in DC continuity, he was a comic book character in a Nathaniel Dusk series from the 80s. Okay. But it's New 52. So instead of Nathaniel Dusk having been a detective comic book that you read about in DC in Doomsday Clock slash New 52. It was a TV show. It was a, it was a movie series. Oh, a movie series, okay. Starring this guy, Carver Coleman, who came about in the like 30s and 40s. Okay. And then got his big break in the 50s. Okay. Got it. 
So we will be reminded of these, and we're going to be shown scenes from his last movie uh, before he was... this is our Black Freighter. It's our Black Freighter. Yeah, okay. The adjournment is the last Nathaniel Dusk picture for Carver Coleman, because Carver Coleman would be brutally murdered with an award that he won in his house. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, he was being blackmailed for reasons that never come out in the press in this continuity. Okay. But the reality is, he's gay. Ah. In the 40s and 50s. Right. So, that's that. And uh, Carver Coleman, of course, like, his story is that, like, he grew up on a farm, and his mom and dad, and his dad took him to this movie that really existed, and when he saw that, he grabbed a bag full of hopes and a pocket full of dreams, <laughs> and he headed to Hollywood, and he hit the pavement, and he tried his best, and eventually got his big break in, in, as like a, in a westerner and then moved on you know into the Nathaniel Dusk role yeah then yeah. became famous and then died uh, in reality Carver Coleman grew up in Philly to a single mom who turned tricks down the street he saw that movie that he loved by himself in the theater and then he left and then things happen that we'll get into later but like that's Carver Coleman Carver okay. Coleman just he's an actor he isn't a superhero he doesn't do anything special. He just lives and dies. And he was in these random movies that are referenced to this story. Right. The story is also kind of parallel because, like, the adjournment was about these two people who were playing chess and then died. They were murdered. And then, like, it turns out that they knew each other. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. John's knock it off. <laughs> no. It's no. got to do it. It's, it's, it's got to have Watchmen a story that's paralleling what's going on. That's yeah. right. It's the sequel to Watchmen. It's got to have it. It's got to have that. So Marion and Mime go to this comedy club, uh, which is also unsavory, and it's full with like all these bad-looking dudes. Yeah. They all brandish their Joker tattoos. Yeah. Marion and Mime fuck up these guys right good. You can see these, like, uh, the way in which it is portrayed that, like, you know, Mime points his gun at the guy who's brandishing a knife at Marionette. Yeah. And then just pulls the trigger and blows his brains out. I, just, right. I love that yeah. sequence. The, yeah, the cool. art is second to none. You know, for all the praise oh, I yeah, sang to Jason yeah. Fabok for Three Jokers, Gary Frank, this is a tour de force. Um, what is Marionette's ability here, where she can slice? She has a th she has razor wire, like a very thin razor oh. wire that she uses, and she just cuts people to ribbons. Yeah. It is people and things. People, things. That, that's, that, I was rereading this the other day and just when she goes, you got pretty eyes and jumps at his face from his POV. I'm like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Yeesh. After she cut off his hand, she cuts yeah. off his hand and he's like grabbing the stump yeah. to stop the bleeding and then she just lunges at him. Yeah. Yeesh. So, Marinette and Mime are here because they're like, we were coerced by Ozymandias to come here to get John under the pretense that they knew where our son was, who was taken from me after I delivered him at the prison. Right. right. Marinette yeah. Mime had a kid. She, he right. was born years ago in the Watchmen universe and then disappeared. And Ozymandias suggests that he might be in the DC universe. So it doesn't take a genius to think, oh my God, are you retconning that the Joker is Marinette and Mime's son? Oh, no. No. Okay. They land in the Killing Joke Carnival. Yeah. They go to the Joker's bar. Yeah. When they're they find out about the Joker, son. they're looking for their son. They find out about Joker, they're like, let's look for him. Let's yeah. see Let's see what the deal is with this Joker guy. He sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, they're nuts, and yeah, Joker they're insane. is nuts too. So, okay, we find out more about um, Rorschach. Okay. You see, Rorschach's nightmares are he's driving towards the city. Yep. And then, then he, sees he sees the psychic monster. Yeah. He's there during the New right. York apocalypse. Okay. Or they call it the New York Massacre. But uh, he's affected by the psychic monster, but he wasn't killed by it. Okay. So he is, like, messed up. He has, like, constant problems mentally as a result of having been psychically attacked by the monster. Right. He also has a Bubastis, like, mirror charm. Yeah, well, Bubastis was an action figure in a, in a toy line back then. So Batman wakes up Rorschach, and he's like, I've read your journal. Well, the previous Rorschach's journal. Yeah. Let's go. I know where Dr. Manhattan is. What? Yep, I figured it out from reading the journal. Okay. So Batman and Rorschach sneak in and break into Arkham. It's also a cute little sequence where Batman breaks out his grapple gun. Rorschach Ooh. pulls out his much bigger grapple gun. He's like, has his envy. Because Batman has a much more compartmentalized gun. Ah, uh, yes. Smaller asks, is better. He asks Batman, like, if he can borrow one. Batman's <laughs> like, mm, okay, well, anyway, he's in here. So Batman leads Rorschach into the cell, and then he closes the door on him, and he goes, you belong in here. <laughs> and then leaves. Yes! Oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> uh. What a dick. <laughs> cool. It's a I fun like move that, for Batman. Yeah. I like that Batman's able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, the people who run Arkham are just like... Well, Batman oh, drops them off. Yeah, he drops them off all the time. Well, yeah, yeah don't, we don't never need... steal from Batman. <laughs> least of all his food. We don't need, like, a court decision Look, or anything or police. Just Batman, Batman can show drop, him drop him anybody off, off and he we'll take him. He locked him in an empty cell. Yep. Alfred will make me dinner. He'll make me lunch. I'll let those go to waste, but I never... I never miss refuse. breakfast. I never miss it's breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. Reggie is... The psychiatrist from Watchmen's son. Oh, you were close, Ben. Yeah. Yes. He is the only black character in Watchmen. <laughs> Other than the kid who was reading the newspaper or the comics outside the newspaper. Which news actually would have been probably more poetic. That would have been better. But he was yeah. at the epicenter and he clearly well, he, he he atomizes. Yeah, he's gone. So he's not usable. Yeah. Unless Dr. Manhattan like, saved him for no good reason. Yeah. Like he does constantly throughout this book. <laughs> but uh, Reggie's... Reggie's... Okay, so the idea here is that... Uh, he was deeply affected by Rorschach because of his dad. Yes. Well, when Reggie finds out that his dad was assigned to the Walter Kovacs case on the news, he leaves school to go visit because his mom, when he calls up, sounds upset. Mm. So he's going to check on them. And when he goes to check on them, that's when he's hit by the, the bomb. The, oh. The alien bomb, which messes him up. Yep. And uh, so then he is put away and he goes to a, like an asylum. Yeah. Um, in current continuity, like right now, a new psychiatrist goes to talk to Reggie Rorschach. We see that Reggie is in a constant state of, like, torture and chaos. Like, he's talking to the psychiatrist one minute, the alien, like, eye opens up in the psychiatrist's face, and he finds himself back in the car after the blast, right. and he's already messed up. That's severe PTSD. We see him go into the asylum and how he's, like, beaten and tortured and, like, you know doped up by all his people. Yeah. Uh, eventually, he frees himself, this is in the past, mm. from his straitjacket, makes his way out. When he gets to the roof, he bumps into this old man who is standing on the precipice, and he's like, hey. And Reggie goes, oh, you're going to jump too? Because he wants to kill himself. Uh. And the old man's like, no, 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 I'm not going to jump. I can fly. <laughs> 
They said I couldn't, but I worked on it for a couple of months, and I, I've got it all... I just got to visualize what I want to see. I see what I want to see. And so he opens up his wings, and you see that he is a, like, naked old man with a moth suit, and he floats away. Yeah. And this is... Is this... This is... Mothman? Is that, was, was that oh, I was going to be like, Zero, I think it was Mothman. From the Minutemen. Right. So it's really him? It's really him. Okay. It's not yeah. a figment of his imagination. Right. So Mothman escapes from an insane asylum. Yes. This... Oh, they so found Mo- him? So Mothman got arrested. Oh. He, went to a, he went to his favorite diner. He ordered eggs because he mentions to Reggie, like, the eggs here are so dry, they're terrible. So he escapes. He goes to a diner, naked as the day he was born, with his wings. He orders eggs and toast. I have no money to pay for them. No. <laughs> no. Uh, and then he gets arrested and he gets brought back. And Reggie and Mothman become, like, friends. Friend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, basically, Reggie is, like, broken and sad. And, Reg- and, and Mothman, like, sees something in him. And so he, like, mm. takes him under his wing, so to speak. And basically just tries to, like, make him feel okay. And Reggie has this, like, strong belief in his father and how, like, you know, he was told, like, his, his, his father was getting through to Rorschach, and that, like, mm. Rorschach and his dad were becoming friends, and, like, their, their life was getting better. Right. So you and could it, say that Reggie had a flame inside of him, and Mothman was attracted was to it. Was drawn that. to it, you might say, yeah. Okay. And so he escapes. He goes to, like, the epicenter where Reggie came from, you know, in oh, New York City, yeah. and, like, goes into his apartment and, like, steals some things for him and, like, brings it back to him. He's like, hey, Merry Christmas. And, like, he's, <laughs> he's just like, if I only had my dad's notes, I would know, like, where that was going. And so he's reading the notes, and it's basically mm. just like that his dad believed that Rorschach could be fixed or helped, uh. and that like he was getting through to him. Reggie sees one day on the news the revelation mm. about everything. How about it was fake? About how everything's fake. Yeah. yeah. He it's blamed. All bullshit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he blames. Vite, he now has, like, a name to blame for, like, his father's destruction and the dissolution of his, you know, his whole family being destroyed. Yeah. He blames Vite, so he's like, now I have, like, a reason. I have purpose. I have purpose. Yeah. Reggie and Byron escape by causing a fire and burning the asylum down. Hundreds of people died. Yeah. They're going into the woods, and then Byron's like, hey, man, I gotta go. Like, good luck in your mission. And then he just goes and walks into the fire. Oh, my God. He is drawn to the flame. Oh, my God. Jesus. (laughs) That's great. Uh, When Reggie, like, makes it to, like, the first milestone, he opens up a knapsack that was made by Byron, and it has a note or a letter that is written to Reggie that's like, I was never going to come with you. Uh. Like, but I hope you find what you're looking for and remember to see what you want to see and, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Yeah. So Reggie makes his way to the so, Arctic, uh, wearing Rorschach's mask. This was like a month before the events of the beginning of this book. Yeah. He becomes Rorschach in like a month? Yeah. <sighs> okay. He's already and then he forgets up. how to speak. Yeah. Yeah, well he, yeah, but can, he, he chooses can, like, to speak like that because he's Rorschach. He has he like a has grappling like, gun and stuff. Like, and he goes to Veidt's stronghold to kill him. Sure. And when he gets there, Veidt's like, ah, oh, good, you're here to kill me because I just found out I have a glioblastoma in my skull and I'm going to die anyway. Hmm. And well, this is excellent timing. Yeah, and he yeah. shows like he feels horrible and remorse, and he's like, and and that stays Reggie's hand, and it mm. keeps him from killing Ozymandias, and instead the two of them like work together. You know, basically, Reggie sees the pain and remorse in Ozymandias, and he's like, oh, this is good enough. 
Right. Like, the fact that he's going to die, the fact that he feels bad about it, and then he wants to make amends. Yeah. I want I'm him in. to keep feeling bad. There we go. I'll, yes. I'll keep him alive. Right. So then the two of them go and they execute their plan to right. steal Marion. And, and we're Captain. caught up to... Exactly. Like, okay. So everything's basically explained at this point. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Except for... What? Where the Superman theory well, came from? Well, the Superman theory and also, like, the entire universe. Like, what did John do exactly? Right. Well, he will. Ex- we will explain wh- what John does to make the DC universe the way it is. Yeah. Okay. So, John does make the DC universe. Well, no. he no. fucks with it. No, he just messes with it. The okay. DC universe existed before John showed up. Okay. Because yeah. um, he, he was going to be like, I'm going to go create some life. Yeah, yeah. he said he, he was went... going to, but, like, he didn't. Uh, no. Well, he was <laughs> on his way, but then he found the DC universe instead. Oh. So... Of course, when Ozymandias got shot at and f- jumped out the window, yeah. he was severely injured and he ends up in the hospital. Well, yeah, he jumped out of LexCorp. Yeah, he, he doesn't have a parachute, window. man. No, he yeah. lands on, like, awnings and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, I planned it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Ozymandias frees himself from the hospital. He impersonates a police officer and mm. makes his way, like, to hatch his plan. Yeah. When he gets Tubastis back. He rescues Tubastis. Tubastis. <laughs> So Perry White of the Daily Planet uh, alters Lois Lane's article about the assassination attempt on Lex Luthor by saying that there was a metahuman assassin who tried to kill Lex Luthor. And Lois is like, I didn't say it was metahuman. You use that because that's the words right. that are being used currently to stow up public dissent. And he's like, yeah, and get clicks too. Oh. Oh. Oh, see that new lingo? So Perry's a bastard. Okay. Uh, he's like, I need to keep this. I, you want to get health insurance? We gotta sell papers here. Yeah, all right. And he goes, listen, like, he was wearing a purple cape when he tried to kill Lex Luthor. Yeah. It's not too much of a stretch to assume he was a medical. Wait, so they don't know about the comedian? No. Oh. No, the comedian escaped. Oh, okay. So they think it was... It was Ozymandias who tried to kill Lex Luthor. I see. Hmm. Yeah, because they found him outside. He jumped out the window. Exactly. Yeah, okay. exactly. That makes sense. Who are these fucking people? Those are the Russian metahumans that work for Putin. Oh, that's all the Russian metahumans. Yes. Well, <laughs> the ones that are worth a damn. Yeah. See, they have they got, they got some metahumans, not just the U.S. Yeah, yeah. And maybe some of them were created by the Russian government to right. combat the Superman of, right. of America. Right. right. Oh, man. So while Reggie was in Arkham, he bumps into Jane Doe. It's Saturn Girl. Saturn Girl from the Legion of Superheroes is here, and she is a psychic from the Legion of Superheroes who... Shouldn't exist, but she does anyway. She's here. Yeah, I was going to say, she can't exist because the future team doesn't exist. Right. But there are still, like, pockets of references and, and, and pieces from the previous timeline slash universe. Okay. And she's one of them. And she knows she's of the Legion of Superheroes, and she can read minds, does, and she reads Reggie's, and she's like, your, your mind's a mess. Does she know she's not supposed to be there? She doesn't understand why there's no reference to her. Okay. Mm. Why don't people know who I am? Yes, and okay. the reason why she's in the asylum is because she thinks she's from the future and they right. put her away. Right, right, right. Okay. But uh, Reggie's door just miraculously opens and then he and Saturn Girl leave and they get hmm. their costumes together. They break into a costume shop. She makes, she approximates a Saturn Girl costume <laughs> and Reggie approximates his Rorschach outfit as the Superman theory starts to boil over. Uh, it starts to sew significant discord in rival governments to the Americans. Right. The Russians, for example, Putin has assembled his own team of <sighs> Russian loyalist metahumans. 
Is one of them a bear that he can ride? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Though now the DC universe is heading in the same direction that the Watchmen, Watchmen universe was. Exactly. With tensions, geopolitical yeah. tensions. Mm -hmm. and but not with race, nuclear weapons, but, but with metahumans. Meta which are far more dangerous. A la Kingdom Come. Right. Um, Johnny Thunder escapes from his old folks, old folks home. home right. and yeah, he, retirement facility. Oh, we got a silver alert. Hospice. Yeah, we got a silver <laughs> alert. He... he believes that all he needs to do is find his lamp and get the genie and then everything will make sense and he won't be 102 anymore or irrelevant or have lived this like miserable life sure so he goes and he wants to go to the all-american steel mill uh, all-american is the name of the comic from which he came which is why ah. it's called that okay. but uh, the idea here is that like the lamp is connected tangentially via the jsa to alan scott's lantern I was going to ask if it was a connection to yeah. Alan Scott. Uh, but Alan Scott, of course, he happens upon a magic lantern as he is involved in a train wreck and finds himself miraculously unharmed as a result of having possessed the Green Lantern and then subsequently becomes the Green Lantern of the JSA in the 40s. Johnny Thunder was a member of that team, uh, and so there is a connection there. And he uh, has a horrible time. That's what matters there. Yeah. Uh, so when Ozymandias frees himself and Tubastus, he goes back to the ship, and when he gets there, Batman's in the cockpit, and he goes, so you're Adrian Veidt. I've read all about you. Now, how did Batman find Archie? Uh, my assumption is he used the sim a similar tachyon oh, tracker from yeah. the button in his adventure with the Flash using oh. that. I like this concept that Batman knows that Rorschach is right, but he's yes. like, you still have to be well, in no. the same yeah. Well, I read the crazy. journal. Well, he put, I... he, he's like, I can't let Rorschach run amok in my house. Right. I put him in, a, in an asylum because He'll be presumably that's where he belongs. Right, and no one ever escapes from Arkham. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you know, usually they have powers. Uh, or at the very least, they have like very significantly strong madness on their side. Right. Rorschach's right. just like a nuisance. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to Vite and he deals with him. Okay. Um, I love comedian ends up at the bar where Marinette and Mime have been because of course he's chasing after Vite and his associates. And when the cops show up, he's there. Right. And uh, and he just goes, "I'm not here for you, so you don't see me." And they're like, "What are you talking about, man? We're gonna arrest you." And he goes, "Okay, or, or, <laughs> you don't die and you didn't see me. You know this wasn't me. I'm just I'm just passing through." And they just let him go. What? Because he's just so scary. Because he's just, yeah. He's just a terrifying man. Also, the scene that greets them is horrifying. Yeah, it's a grisly scene. Uh, Marionette and Mime, of course, continue to attack and target Joker-centric gang areas to try and get the attention of the Joker because they're, they're interested in the Joker now. Okay. That's the, literally yeah, that's it's it. like, oh, everyone's got a hard-on for this Joker guy. I guess we better find him. Yeah, he's clown-themed. We're kind of clowns. Anyway, yeah. so Batman and Ozymandias jump into Archie and they fly away. Uh, basically, they're just having a conversation and Batman's letting Ozymandias give him a lift. Yeah. I'm amazed he doesn't like freak out seeing this owl ship being like, oh, the Court of Owls has got to be behind this or something. <laughs> yeah. The Court of Owls regrettably shows up in this for a second. Oh. And I am 100% convinced it's because of the delays and editorial's desire to cement this into continuity. Right. No, no, it's all part of it. Yeah, because Snyder is 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 cooking up his own shit. Right. And John's and Snyder's visions for the future of the DC universe couldn't be more divergent. <laughs> because 
literally there's a sequence where the Court of Owls show up and they reveal there's a new character called the Judge of Owls and his first and last appearance is that issue. <laughs> like Snyder goes, nope! Not doing anything not with do the Judge of Owls. I'm not doing that. That didn't. I, I Yeah, I invented the Court of Owls and yes, I like using them, but no. I didn't make that. I didn't make that. Fuck you, Johns. You can't just come in here and do this. The list of metahumans who are assumed to be part of the Superman theory include characters like Firestorm. Oh. Who was covered, created in a lab. He was created in a lab. It was a U.S. government facility. There's a scientist uh, and a dude. Seemingly at random. Right. Uh, but they refused but together to be... what if it wasn't an accident? Yes, that's right. And that's, that's, the, that's the implication. And Firestorm's Russian counterpart and sometimes villain is... All, he's like, yep, nope, I was made, by, made in the lab. He was made in the lab. We were made by our respective governments. I'm here. Me. And Firestorm's like, no! That's horseshit. And he, right. He's a kid. The Superman theory is total bullshit and Pozar's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, his, like, villain counterpart's name is Pozar? Yeah. You know, because he's a poser. He's not really Firestorm. And then uh, we see another villain, um, Killer Frost, is like, oh, no, Firestorm's definitely one of them. Wow. Okay. And so, do we know as the reader? Or are we like we don't know? Do those, they, the are reader. they right? Are those Russians right? Right. That's that's what we're we're like. What right. the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, this can't be. Yeah. Ugh, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I got all these Firestorm books. I, oh, 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 oh God. God. Oh, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Lois goes to interview Lex Luthor in the hospital. Uh, Sam Lane, Lois's dad, who's a general. Wait. Oh, is, yeah, he was shot. I was like, yeah, he, he was fall out of window. He comedian. got shot yeah. by the comedian. Uh, but Sam Lane is basically a Doctor Strange Lovian character in this story where he is just like, <laughs> he's like, let's drop the bombs. We got to do it now. Right. Like, yeah. He is all up Free on. Preemptive strike. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Luther's like, hey, like I said, no press, but I always make an exception for you, Lois. Like, he is so arrogant and such a dipshit. <laughs> and, and, well, and, in his mind, he just got proven the smartest man in all reality because yeah, he met Ozymandias. I'm the smartest man in two worlds, <laughs> at least. But no, Luther, Luther is high on a different realization that he hasn't huh, revealed yet. Yeah, uh. well, definitely morphine. But also, like, he has been doing some research, having bought up all those companies throughout yeah. the, the story. Okay. Uh, that imply that he is the fulcrum upon which a lot of really important shit rests. Like, he's like, I am more important than I thought I was, and I thought I was a pretty big deal. Goddamn. But, uh... Okay. But, yeah. Uh, Great. Well, but basically, Lois is like, she wants to get to the bottom of it. She's like, I know that dude who attacked you was not a medicum. I want to know more about what's going on. Luther basically reveals to Lois, like, I know that the, the, the Superman theory was created by a metahuman, Oh. who was created by the government. And I can't tell you who they are, but I can tell you they were a member of the Justice League once. Hmm. So, uh, Johnny Thunder makes his way to the steel mill. He is attacked by tweakers. Uh, they try to murder him. Uh, but then Rorschach and Saturn Girl save him. Uh, they find the Green Lantern of Alan Scott in there. And then they what? team up. So we got different teams now. They find it? Yeah, it's in there. It is It is in the mill. Okay. Um, it's been powering the mill this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ozymandias and Batman have this conversation where Ozymandias is like, you're stupid. Superheroes are dumb. Your revolving door asylums and prisons are like garbage. 
You never actually affect anything. Like he, he's like, I've been in your universe for like a couple days. I can yeah, save. How it do you sense. know all this? Well, I've, I've done my research. I'm I went to the library. Man. I went to the library. It's also probably just like mine. It's just like mine, but bullshit. with more dumb superheroes. Like right. you guys There's are like a lot powerful more of you. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I read the Superman theory. It's it's mm. nightmarish. Right. Uh, and you're stupid. And he just rolls Archie and just drops Batman out into the. Uh, ensuing riot that is destroying Gotham. So oh. Batman, who hate Batman. Yeah, who hate right. Batman. Oh. Right. Oh. So Batman's beaten up while Marionette and Mime make their way up to the top of the uh, GCPD where they see that like the bat signal's been destroyed. Oh. And they bump into the Joker. Hmm. So now we've got some teams. Uh, we've got Saturn Girl and Johnny Thunder and Rorschach. Right. We've got Marionette and Mime and Joker. We've got John somewhere. And who we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen yet. Who has not actually appeared in the story yet. Uh, right. Other than like little clips of him, like being like, "Hey, I brought the comedian back." Exactly. But yeah, even then, we only see his feet. We got the comedian out there somewhere. Yep, comedian's there, and he's doing his own thing. Uh, so Joker. Oh, and there is another element and a big plot point regarding the Superman thing, which is that as the governments of the world are starting to turn against slash create their own armies for metahumans. They're also, like, hunting down metahumans, and, like, they're trying to... Like, they, they've created a technology that can identify the metahuman gene which was established in Invasion, which is amazing because, like, that story sucks. Uh-huh. And we covered it on this channel. Yeah. And it's referenced in this that, thanks to Invasion, we know that, like, one of one in 1,000 people have this metahuman gene. And if they go through a life... Altering a, a, events. A life-threatening trauma. Yeah. It could activate it, but most people live and die having never activated their metahuman gene. Right. Usually, the resultant powers are in some way connected to the life-threatening event that they were in. Yeah. And so we've discovered that there is a gene in people that makes them superheroes in this reality. Yeah. Is this civil war where people have to register no. with the government? No, but certain governments... You can imagine which ones <laughs> develop like metal detector technology that like, oh, you're a metahuman, get in the uh, concentration camp, right? And we'll keep you there. Uh, and they're just, they're, you know, they're not concentration camps. They're, they're, right. I say concentration. I meant happy camps where they're being kept uh, with with the, in the lab they're of being luxury, kept safe. Yes, from themselves, so that they don't and, and any traumatic any experience life, to trigger them. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. life endangering experiences, mm-hmm. so they won't become yes. a problem. Yes. So. We've never really talked about this character before, but Black Adam is a Shazam villain. Yes. And he is thousands of years old, and he's supposed to be Shazam, but fucked up shit happened, and instead he is an evil Shazam that draws powers from non- from, from Egyptian gods as opposed to the gods that are used for, okay. uh, for Shazam. So okay. instead of, like, saying Shazam, he has to say, like, the... He, he the... says Shazam, it's just they stand for... It's just the, the it's a... S, H, and A stand for different things. Oh, oh. okay. okay. Uh, well, you shouldn't have a lightning quite a coincidence. It, it, indeed it is. Shazam is a very powerful magical word. That's right. Black Adam winds up, at this point, basically becoming the ruler of a country called Kondok. It's made up for DC. Just oh. like, you know, Central City and everything else. Yeah, right. But, uh... Black Adam rules this country and is also a, like, anti-hero kind of character. Okay. Depending on... This is all real Black Adam lore. This is all real Black Adam lore. Okay. (laughs) But Black Adam rules Kondok, and Black Adam is, like, taking this opportunity to say to the world and to the metahumans at large, you know, 
your governments don't care about you. They're selling you out. They're lying about you. Oh my God. Come to Conduct and you will be safe. Thanks, Magneto. Yeah. 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 So Black Jesus. Adam is basically amassing his own army of metahumans. Oh. Who are geez. defecting to Conduct and becoming like citizens, but so, really they're part of his, his private army. The Superman theory went from being like a rumor. I love it. In the beginning of the story, they were like, oh, pfft. They used it. They used a brilliant literary device where it kept being used in quotations until it started to become more popular, and then they just dropped the quotations. They called right. it the Superman theory. No, it is real. Right. And it's definitely have, no. It's definitely happening. Yeah, and we have no actual evidence to support it, but enough people have corroborated that it is real enough <laughs> right. for us to buy it. People said it enough, and now it's real. And governments are buying in. Like right. Literally, the Russian government's like, it's real. The Americans are doing it. We're actually going to start amassing our own. Like WNDs in the form of people to deal with it. Okay. It's a great, amazing chapter that shows you the origin of Marionette Mime. I don't want to get into it too much because there's not much to do with it. It just right. it, 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 it allows you to understand the motivations of Marionette Mime. Marionette is the daughter of an immigrant doll maker, and they owned a like Marionette doll shop. Mm -hmm. Right. And across the street, Mime was the son of the store owners there. Uh, and was mute and was basically ignored by his family. Mm -hmm. And both of them were dogged by the local mob who demanded protection money. Mm. Oh, so uh, they grew up together. They grew up together. That's cute. Yeah. Ultimately, Marionette's father realizes that he will never be free of these people, and so he hangs himself and writes a letter oh. to his daughter that says, like, the only thing I can give you is my life, and it will, it, they will leave you alone now. Please tell me he doesn't oh, hang wow. himself with the marionettes. Yeah, oh, of course. It's a, it. He's a marionette puppeteer. It's a great visual image of, of him hanging with his puppets. The, but the two of them hook up and seek righteous vengeance against the their, their tormentors, and they never leave each other's side again. Okay. We see this as Joker has procured Batman. Oh. What? Yeah. Oh, from the angry mob? From the angry mob. Yeah, we don't see him get him, but I presume Joker just shows up and goes, get the fuck out of the way! And, and everyone immediately like, ah! acquiesces. <laughs> so Joker ties Batman to a wheelchair and just is is taking him to a meeting that is taking place. And he's like, it's the Legion of Evil or the, 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 the grouping of darkness, whatever nickname they want to call themselves this week. <laughs> but everyone's getting together. They bump into Mr. Freeze's goons who are like weird parkas. <laughs> and they think that Mr. Freeze was arrested, and so they join Joker's gang, where they get like these horrible tetanus-infected tattoos of the Joker. When they all get to the meeting, Mr. Freeze is there, and they're like, oh, fuck, we're screwed. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The point is, Joker is bringing Marionette and Mime to this meeting under duress. Like, they are hostages of the Joker, you know, by, uh, by his henchmen. Yeah. Okay. But we know they're going to escape, and they know they're going to escape, and it's... Like eventually, Marionette and Mime are going along for now. Find their way to get the henchman killed. Joker shoots one, maybe by accident, maybe not, and uh, and then he goes, "All right, come on, let's let's drop the pretense of you being my person. Let's, let's just go." <laughs> so Joker, Marionette, Mime, and Batman wheel into this like abandoned subway station, yeah, where they run into all these villains. And Riddler has called the meeting, and it, it's so great because Riddler's like. Okay, so everything's falling apart. The world's going tits up. It's time for us to act. And they're like, dude, no. 
Right. Like, they all have their own plans. Uh, yeah. They, We're the, not going to team up. No, the, the rogues gallery offers to use Mirror Master to help anyone who has powers to go to Kondok. He's like, for a price, of course. Uh-huh. And Captain Boomerang's like, sometimes a member of the rogues, but also he's been more prominently a member of the Suicide Squad. And he's like, screw it. They sent the Suicide Squad into Kondok a week ago. We've never seen him again. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> and uh, it's great because Riddler's like, no, 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 come on, come on, guys, guys, guys. Like, we, we're losing focus here. Right. And then Joker shows up and he's like, ladies and gentlemen. And Riddler's like, oh, no, not Joker. Uh, I'm not done. Come on. <laughs> I was finally going to be a was, big shot. Yeah, nope. I was going to have a movement. Yeah. Is that, is that not John? No, that's no. Typhoon. Uh, Typhoon is a metahuman who is also, according to the appendices, created via the Superman theory. Okay, because oh. he has like the same bizarre underwear as John and the same blue skin, yeah. he just has hair. Yeah. He's he, like the Lex Luthor 2 of John. Yeah. Jesus. But his face explodes because Comedian shows up and he's like, oh man, this is going to be great. And he just starts shooting everybody. Oh, he's just opening shit. fire. He's, he's killing Court of Owl members. He blew Typhoon's face off. Uh, Typhoon was invented for this book, right? No, Typhoon was a character. Oh, just, shit. Fuck Typhoon. Ah, ha, ha. Uh, comedian just killed him. I read, from another I, universe. I, I, I read that he was created by this thing we just made up. Yep. And, and I blew his face off by the comedian from the Watchmen books. <laughs> okay. Um, Riddler yells at comedian and comedian shoots his kneecap off. Oh, shit. And starts like, blowing shit up. He's like throwing grenades. And Joker's like, what a perfect day this turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> this play is amazing. I never anticipated this. This is wonderful. No. Magnet and Mime escape. They go to a hotel. They bang. Uh, and oh, thank God we're free. Yeah. Now we can have sex they, again. They yeah. are so lovey-dovey. I'm, so, I'm shocked they don't bang at the end of every scene they're in. <laughs> uh, but they bang. Comedian shows up. He's like, I, I knew where you were going. Like, I, I followed you. I followed yeah. you. And so he's going to blow them away. And then Joker hand buzzers the comedian, makes yeah. fun of him, takes his button. Oh. And then and just like... Done to make this a three-way. <laughs> yeah, but maybe uh, he he puts it on his lapel, and they're like, you know, we were just thinking maybe the comedian knows who Doctor where Doctor Manhattan is, and Joker's like, that sounds great because it hurts when I smile. I could use a dentist because he assumes like Doctor Manhattan is like the name of like a dentist. Ah, uh, right. But like, hey, hurts when I smile, so oh. I guess I know which Joker this is. Except it looks just like the other Joker. Ha ha! Which Joker is it, Johns? No, no, they all hurt when they smile. That's, yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh. I mean, they all Deep. fell in the yeah. acid, right? right? So they should have the same symptoms. Yeah. But only the criminal Said complained that. about it. Yeah. All right. There's also a really fun uh, device that they used throughout the book where, uh, as each chapter goes, this... this Pool of red. This pool of red yeah. gets closer to the doomsday clock as it gets closer to doomsday. Right. 12 o'clock being represented by the Superman's logo. Okay. Yeah. And of course, like, each issue is another minute closer. Fun yes. mashup and of... each... Uh, e e so each, the blood's each... coming down, the clock's ticking up. Yeah. Oh, oh, no! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Ozymandias, in Archie, picks up Rorschach, Johnny Thunder, and Saturn Girl. He's like, I need Rorschach. Okay. I'm getting the, I'm getting the team back getting together. the band back together. Here yeah. we go. Who's this? Who's this Saturn girl person? You mean, are you being Ozymandias? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't like the fact that she's a telepath. Uh oh. Uh, he That's keeps... okay. I can think enough thoughts and cloud my mind. That's right. No. <laughs> what about this lamp? I see the lamp's coming into play here. They just explain the origin of. Uh. Actually, actually, it's not even Johnny Thunder's lamp. It is the origin of 
Green Lantern's lantern, oh. that Green Lantern, oh, Alan Scott's Green Lantern, yeah. uh, came from a meteorite that landed, and a mystic found it, made it into a lamp, and then he was murdered, the lamp was taken, it was melted down and turned into a lantern, and then that lantern was thrown into a steel mill where it was found uh, by Johnny Thunder, like, you know, several, like, decades later. Okay. Um, and then, I guess, put back there? Yeah. For them to find now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, wh- whether or they, it was always there. They were not meant to find it, but... Right. There it is. Yeah. Tubastus acts like a magnet. He's going to pull us to Doc Manhattan. Let's go. Right. I got everybody I need. I got, yeah. I got everybody Getting I Getting back on track. After... Yeah, excuse me. Got to steer things back to the way <laughs> things are going. So uh, we... And I, by the way, like, as exploitative as it is, as, like, horrible as it is, like, the concept here in, the image of Joker wearing the button, mm-hmm. kind of neat. Well, it's yeah. got a smile. Like, admittedly, as an well, image of itself, it's like, oh, like that's that's a neat yeah. idea. If only there was some depth to it. Right. So Joker's lair is like, you know, one of his many madhouses filled yeah. with like fun shit. Sure. I love how he, he assumed he made a point of saying when he when he when he goes and rescues Marinette and Mime from communion, he says, like, you know, I assumed that you were sent here by Harley because my birthday is coming up. Nah. Because, like, look at you guys. Yeah. Harley Quinn does not show up in this book. Oh. She's a, she is on, like, she's, there's a picture of her in Joker's lair. Right. Yeah, but of the new Harley. Yeah, but she doesn't factor in, which I really appreciate. Mm. Well, she can't factor in. She's a superhero now. Right. She's a pillar of the DC Universe. So, uh, Marionette and Mime are going to, like, torture Comedian until he explains, like, what's going on, where their son is. And that's what they're, because that's the whole thing they want to know. Right. So, they start to torture him. And as they're torturing Comedian, uh, Mime turns. And Marionette's like, what, what, what is it? And Mime makes a Batman face. <laughs> and Batman's freed himself. Ah. And so they fight. And the fight is brutal. I love this fight between Marionette, Mime, and Batman. And what is Joker doing all this? Oh, he's just having a blast. He's just laughing. He's loving the chaos. He pulls out his flamethrower. He makes a phallic reference with it. Look, yeah. look, it's my dick. It's my dick. Do you get it? And fire's coming out. I must have an STD. <laughs> so yeah, he goes, uh, he goes, come on, somebody laugh. And then Rorschach shows up. He goes, no time for laughing. Oh, what, why, is, why is Rorschach here? Because they all showed up. Remember, uh, Ozymandias was pulled here. Oh, via, via oh John's here? Ozymandias uses Tubastus. And in conjunction with the lantern... He winds up pulling John to that location. He needs to find Marionette Mime because he wants to use Marionette to get John to convince oh, to go back and fix so everything. He was looking for so Marionette. He's looking for Mime. Marionette Mime, yes. and he uses two bastards to do it because, of course, they have tachyons from the same universe. Well. Right. So okay. they they wind up there. They all get together. Magic lantern. Yeah. Adrian grabs two bastards and the lantern, puts them together, and it pulls John there. Oh. So John, Doctor Manhattan, like, hey, finally appears. Up? Coincidentally. Everyone that John would need to talk to and is from the Watchmen universe is within John's sphere of influence. He creates a, he cuts a circle around them and takes them away, leaving Batman and Joker by themselves. Like you're not even supposed to be here. Yeah. We're not going to see a scene where Batman matches wits with Dr. Manhattan. And I'm sorry to say, you'll never see that. Oh, it doesn't happen? That would be cool. not happen in this Uh. book. Yeah, because Batman needs to freaking repair his wrist. Right? Yeah. He so you probably cut some injured. tendons there or something. So, no, he's fine. So John cuts the circle and Adrian goes, I just want to talk. And John mm. goes, let's talk. All right. So he, Venetian blinds us to a like pretty area where they have a conversation. And uh, he says, you've gone a long way for nothing, man. Because I'm not going back. Like, I'm not fixing I'm busy. this. I'm busy. Yeah. 
Look yeah. at look at all these fun people here. I can't yeah. go back now. I'm yeah. in the middle of my. I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. Uh, you know, he says you thought that like maybe I might have changed my mind about murdering these two because of the baby, but it's not. It has nothing to do with the fact that she's pregnant. Oh. And uh, and 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 Marionette goes, "What did you do with my child?" And Manhattan goes, "Which child?" Uh. And she goes, "What do you mean which?" And he goes, "Oh, sorry, you're pregnant again." Uh. <laughs> And they're Ugh. like, oh, so they're off. Like they're off the, the off of Adrian's plan. Yeah, they still want to know where their son is, but like, you know, they're gonna have another. Well, we're gonna they get another don't care one. As much. Yeah. They, they care less. They're more excited that they're gonna have another kid. Manhattan's like, I'm not gonna help you, Adrian. I'm disappointed in you. And Rorschach goes, No, he's changed. He he got cancer and he's he's different. And Manhattan goes, Adrian doesn't have cancer. Oh, he lied. Yep. Ugh. Does Rorschach just kill Rorschach him? goes, well, why did you lie? And he goes, well, I needed your help. You see what you want to see, man. And he's like, Ugh. he goes, I, I knew everything about you before you even walked through the door. <laughs> I'm the smartest man in the world, yeah. buddy. Like... You're an idiot. I, I put you together. You want, like, you think that you were taping up, with the, taping up the mantle of a character that's like a superhero that you, like was your friend of your dad's. He destroyed your father. Mm. He His, his... Worldview infected your father, and his cynicism destroyed your 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 parents' marriage. Oh, jeez. Rorschach ruined your life, and you're wearing his mask, you stupid asshole. <laughs> hey, we have a Red Hood analog! <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Fight, you douche. I know, he's such a monster. Yeah. So Manhattan, uh, he blinks to Washington, D.C., where the riots are getting worse. Oh. The riots, are, you know, you see them in Metropolis and Gotham. And DC, like, this is what America looks like. Hmm. It's just overwhelmed by, like... I don't understand why people are so mad about this metahuman thing. Right. Well... And why they're taking it out on Batman. I, I guess the idea... Well, right, why Batman yeah, specifically? Why is Batman such the, the, a... The, the DC universe were, built a Flash museum. These people worship superheroes. Right. Well, yeah, they are akin to gods. And... If they were just manufactured by the government, it takes away something like honest Some of the and specialness pure about of it. Them. Yeah, okay. And like, if I can't trust these characters, then what can I trust? And why would the government lie to me? And it's like such a big lie. It, it just right. it sows such incredible discord within the, the the country that it like splits it apart. Plus, the threat of nuclear and, or metahuman annihilation from foreign and domestic threats. Right. Becomes even more. But that's of a, always been the case. You've always had metahumans that could destroy the world. Yeah, they but, fight against each yeah, other so that they don't. They weren't paraded on TV by Putin. Yeah, they weren't talking they weren't about how they were going to deal with these it. like horrible, fallible Earth governments. Mm -hmm. They were. You could imagine that they were maybe good people on their doing their own thing, just like exactly. everyone. Yeah. And now I find out that like, oh, they're actually part of the government, yeah. which is like. Corrupt and horrible and all that. I never cases. trusted the government to begin with. Well, yeah, and, and, and now there's see, like, like this threat from other governments yes. having them. So it's like, look what you did. You created this like nightmare. They're like nuclear missiles. Thematically kind of. speaking, what really happens is because of the distrust in superheroes, hope starts to fade within uh. the hearts of the citizenry throughout the DC universe. Uh. And Manhattan says as much, where he's like, "I thought I might like join these guys, mm. but." I looked into their future and I saw hopelessness. I looked at their their best, and the last thing I see is his hope fade, oh. and then nothing. 
like, I am done talking to you. <laughs> and that's uh, all you get. He, he winds up taking them into the past, into a Nathaniel Dusk screening. And they're like, what are you doing? What is this? And he's like, Carver Coleman was a, was a guy who was full of hope too one time. But In course, this universe that you're not from. Yeah, you don't know who that is, but like, take it from me. <laughs> he was a guy who was full of hope. And he, and he didn't have it at the end either. Yeah. In fact, Therefore I, I am right. I'm, I was wrong about what I said at the end of Watchmen, where yeah. nothing ends. Right. Actually, everything ends. The whole conceit of the end of Watchmen for Doc Manhattan was wrong. Right. He's like, no, everything ends. And I'm going to show you. <laughs> anyway, get out of here. I'm going to end the world? No, just more no. like, I've been doing my own experiments here, mm. and they all lead to the thesis that is everything ends. Interesting. So he's trying to alter He's already history. altered. Yeah. Yeah, John, go to the source wall. So, tell me what you think then. Right? Yeah, don't go back there, though, because Perpetua is there. That's, that becomes a problem. Anyway, so uh, they get blinked back to Joker's lair, and Adrian's like, okay, that didn't work, but if I call him again, then he'll, he'll have to listen to me. What? And then Rorschach kicks him in the face, and he's like, what's wrong with you? Uh, yeah. And uh, Joker's like, I don't know what I missed, but that was amazing. <laughs> and Batman's like, okay, Joker, well, time to take you to Arkham. And Joker, like, grabs Batman's face and electrocutes his body. And oh. It just, it becomes a big mess. I love it because then, like, Rorschach beats the shit out of Adrian. And then Joker offers to, like, to help Rorschach. He's like, well, a little constructive criticism I may. <laughs> and then Rorschach beats the shit out of Joker. And as he's standing over Joker, Joker wipes the blood off his mouth and then draws a smile on Rorschach's face. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, Rorschach man. rips off his mask and he leaves. Uh, oh, he doesn't continue being like, the Joker? I'm done that? with Rorschach. Nah, he just leaves. Yeah, he's like, Rorschach is dead. And he becomes a homeless person living among Gotham. Oh, okay. Uh, Adrian gets on... Well, he literally doesn't have a home here. That but, is fair. <laughs> yes, but he doesn't, he doesn't go anywhere. He just, he just sits on the streets. Okay. Without his mask. Uh, Adrian j gets back on Archie. Saturn Girl's like, what's going on here? And he goes, I guess you could say I learned some things the hard way. And Saturn Girl goes, wait a minute. I can read your thoughts, and that's not supposed to happen. And then Adrian punches her in the face. Uh-oh. And he's like, nope. I've got this. I just, uh -oh. I just need a little bit more information, but once I do, I think I can save everybody. Oh, God. I've got this. It's going to be the same plan. Yeah, I got this. I got this. I'm going to show everyone a giant squid monster. They haven't seen it yeah, here. Exactly. I, I haven't, I'll live to show everyone. Uh, okay. Uh, meanwhile. Whatever it is, it's threatening the whole future of the DC universe. And mm -hmm. Saturn Girl's like, no, 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 that's no, not. No, you're not supposed to do that. John then proceeds to explain that, like, one month in the future, I see Superman, and he is screaming in my face and oh. coming to kill me. And right before he makes contact, I see nothing, and I can't see the future. Hmm. So either he kills me, or I end everything. Oh. But either way, everything ends. Like, even for me. Right. And that's, that's the, the realization or the revelation that gives John his futile hopelessness. Why wouldn't he have seen that already, though? Because he saw all time. He did already see that. It's just that we get to find out now that that's what that's where his that because at the end of Watchmen he's like I'm gonna go and create some shit, but instead he winds up in the DC universe and he's like this place is interesting, and and, and so he finds the most. Yeah, but hopeful why among didn't them. he already know that he was going to do that? Oh well, that well, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so, uh, so as 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 uh, as John is walking across the surface of this different Mars, mm -hmm. uh, the photo of John Osterman and Jenny floats to the to the surface. Mm. Did he bring it? I guess he brought it with him from his universe. There is a whole thing about the photo. Oh, all right. Is it? Here we go. Oh, okay. so now we get to catch up with his history. No. Oh. oh. Like how he got what ha what he did when he first gets to the DC universe and everything. Oh well, yeah, we do. We, oh, okay. oh, we get that. All right. Okay. So, uh, Ozymandias breaks into the White House and steals some documents and reads them and says, "Oh, what? this will do nicely." <laughs> okay. How does uh, he do that? Well, he impersonates somebody. He's super smart. That, that's all we see. Tubastis. It's the answer. How do you know it's the White House? Oh, because it's got the seal. Yeah, it's the old and one. and Tubastis sitting there on the seal. Yeah. Looking yeah. all adorable. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> they do a good job of drawing that cat. Yeah. Yeah. Lois is mailed a mysterious package. It arrives on her desk. She's about to read it when the news breaks that Firestorm, in a fit of rage, broke Russian airspace and attacked... Oh. Poser. Poser. And I love it because Perry's like, this is it, folks. Who wants to go to Moscow? <laughs> <laughs> Lane and Kent are like, right here. Yep. Um, so Firestorm is attacked by, like, the Russian equivalent yeah. of the Justice League. Yeah. Uh, and he is, his flame is snuffed out. He lands among the Russian people. They start tearing him apart and he erupts with power and turns all of the people in the square into glass. Oh, shit. He's Oops. Like, he's like, fuck. He bails. And now everyone's like, look at what the American made superhuman yeah. did to yeah. these people in Moscow. Oof. Yep. Clark flies as Superman. He goes to Kondak and Superman's like, I just want to talk to him about what happened. And Black Adam's like, he's not here, but he's welcome here. Adam had earlier attacked Syria and has created an international incident in his own right. Oh. So Kondak's looking pretty bad. Right. Okay. And the world Ugh. is, you know, going to descend into, into, into chaos. Uh, Lois opens the mysterious package at her house. She checks the flash drive and watches a little video about the Justice Society of America. Which never existed. Which never existed. Hmm. They're just like, saboteurs, spies, and fascists. Only the Justice Society of America can stop them. Just <laughs> like the what? <laughs> okay. Well, they got a flash too. That's weird. Yeah. That and a Green weird. Lantern, and a green but it's totally different. Who's 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 weak to wood? <laughs> I guess that's way lamer than being weak to yellow. Is it? I'd say it's pretty much even, Stephen. Uh, so, you can coat anything in yellow. Yeah. At yeah. least wood still burns. Yeah, that's true. You could just cut a stitch and just whap them. <laughs> so, anyway, Superman ultimately finds Ronnie, Firestorm. Mm -hmm. uh, he's hiding in like a silo, and he is taken. A glass boy, and he's trying to use his powers, and he's to, like, pleading. Bring him back. Yeah. Oof. And he's pleading with the professor part of him to like show him the like the chemical formula that he needs to use to to make him a right. person again. And Superman's like, "What's going on, Ron?" And he's like, "Superman, I don't know what I did. It's just this heartbreaking sequence where he's like, I, I don't, I didn't want to do this, and I just want to fix it.'" And Superman's like, "Hey, hey, listen, you made this happen. You can do it. Right? Maybe you can undo it." Yeah. No, you you can. Right. You already did it. Like you've done it once, you can do it again. Just do it. Just just undo it. And oh, just undo it. Just okay. <laughs> no, I'll just do that. Yeah, but Superman is the calming effect on right. him. Right. He's, he's just like, like I don't know. I and he goes, "Well, you got to get out of here. If I'm going to expel this much energy." And he goes, "No, no, no. I'm going to no. stand. I'm right here. I got it. 
Yeah. So Superman stands by him, and Ronnie uses his powers, and the boy is saved. I love oh, it. Oh, wow. It, he wasn't... And Superman's like, okay, bad try on the first attempt. Right. Let's get another glass person. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Putin goes to the square, surrounded by these glass members of his citizenry. Right. And he's like, I'm declaring war on America. They declared right. war on me. And then... Uh, yeah, wow, and, and Superman yeah. shows up, and he's like, "Okay, okay, let's 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 dial things back." And Putin's like, "Ah, good, Superman, you're here, because you don't speak for the American government. You're not from there, like you're an alien, right? So you are the only one." And that's the whole thing that like Johns wants you to understand about this whole thing in the Superman theory is that right. Superman's above the theory, right? And everyone's like, "Okay, well, we can all trust Superman, yeah, but everything else is fair game, especially mm-hmm. Batman, right? Especially Batman, who has no powers, right?" So, uh. You know, Pozar's like, well, you got to hand over Firestorm. He's the he's the one who fucked this up. He's got to right. answer to this people. Right. And Superman's like, listen, there's still hope. What happened is an accident. And so he gets in front of the podium and in front of the TV the cameras that were playing for Putin. Right. And he addresses the nation where he's talking about, like, the Superman theory. And Batman is in a bat plane on his way and he's like, ah, oh, shit. And he, like, hits a, he, he hits a switch that sets his mic to... A frequency only Superman can hear. And he's like, Clark, <laughs> stop. Stop what you're doing. Stop talking. Uh-huh. And it gives Clark pause, but he still keeps going. And he's like, because what Clark is monologuing is that the persecution of metahumans is wrong. Mm-hmm. And Batman's like, you can't pick a side. Right. And so as Batman is telling him not to pick a side, Superman says, the persecution of human of, of any humans, meta or otherwise, is wrong. Right. And that immediately turns the world against Superman because they're like, he picked metahumans. Mm. He's defending them. Right. Yeah. Firestorm just did this to human beings. They want him to answer for his crimes, and Superman's defending him and not handing him over. And he's talking about how, no, like, you're you're persecuting these people because of their differences from you. That's wrong. Right. And Putin's like, nope, this guy, he's well, like, he's an agent. Yep. Yeah. 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 So then Ronnie arrives, and he brought the boy, and he's like, okay, everybody, I got it. I can figure this out. And then the uh, the military starts shooting at him. Right. Because he's an enemy of the state. And they start shooting, and their bullets start hitting the people who made it right. glass. And oh, Ronnie's like, God. no, stop! Oh. i got to fix this! Yeah. No, I, I can't fix They're broken! Like, Ugh. And the, you know, the, the, the Russian metahumans are like, Superman's here. Do we fight him? And they're right. like, go. Oh, so then the metahumans attack. The Russian metahumans are like, we don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Putin gives the okay. The tanks start rolling in. They roll over the people. And oh, Superman's God. like, no. And Superman hits the tank. Yeah. And that's the photo. Uh, everyone yep. sees is Superman attacking this government's military. Yep. What <laughs> Batman? Uh, Damn it. Uh, so. God. Ronnie is blasting... Superman should be fast enough to stop the tanks before anyone gets crushed. Well, he is. He was dealing with the, the metahumans attacking him. So the, And only a couple people got crushed by the tanks. But okay. it's still like every, every shatter is a life lost that didn't have to be lost. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie's just like... He, he, he's like scooping up people. And he's like, I can't fix this! And he, is, he starts overloading. There's like pieces of them everywhere. Yeah, I, oh, I, God. If I make that flesh it'll just be gross <laughs> you know uh, the the bat plane is heading towards the area he's just trying to get there and he's telling clark like hey listen the energy regions are spiking you got to stop him and superman puts his hand on ronnie's shoulder he's like hey you, you got to stop and batman's like no stop clark it's not firestorm that's doing this and then ronnie seemingly erupts with blue energy batman's downed and ozymandias in his new lair 
with modern LCD screens uh, is watching the news broadcast, and he's like, excellent. Oh, this is much better. Yeah. Look at how flat they all are. Yeah, look at the high def. Yeah, these wonderful news stories. Yeah, which are, really, which are by the way, are excellently depicted. Like, I love them. Which one? Oh, Daily Planet? Yes, Superman Missing. Superman That's Missing. the one they're doing. Oh. What happened now, Perry? Yeah. You're not going after the big scoop? No. So Dr. Manhattan is revealing everything. This is the issue where we find out a lot of shit. Okay. Dr. Manhattan is standing on the surface of Mars. He grasps a Legionnaire ring with blood stained on it. Not mm. unlike the button itself. Right. Yeah. And he's like... He tells the story of a member of the Legion of Superheroes who dies and their Legionnaire ring like floats through space. He also talks about an engineer on a train named Alan Scott who reaches for... A green magic lantern. I move the lantern six inches away from his grasp. The train derails. He dies. The Legionnaire ring disappears. Huh. That Dr. Manhattan is the reason there is no JSA or uh, Legion of Superheroes. That when Dr. Manhattan first arrived, right. he was, was like, all... oh, this is interesting. And the more information he gleans from what he observes the more interested he becomes in experimentation. And so one of those things is, like, the ripple effect. And he, right. He, so he... So he, he wants to see the, what would happen if there was no JSA. Yes. Okay. Well, but not because he's like, fuck the JSA, or they're boring. It's, it's, right. It's that... What if there was a world without heroes? No, I think no, it's... No, no, no. It, 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 it's, it looks to be just like, what happens if I change one thing in this universe? Well, it's, it's, it's more specific. I don't want to get to it right okay. away. Oh, okay. But it's, he just—you see, he, he's doing it. And you yeah, don't know what and he his reveals doing is. it. Yeah. This chapter is called "Crisis." Every superhero traces the energy signature that was taken in Moscow to Mars, and huh. everyone goes. And so the DC universe fights Doctor Manhattan. Huh. We see every okay. ship and every representative of the DC universe. We got the Lantern Corps, like people from Space and Genesis, the Justice League, the Doom Patrol, the Justice League Dark, the Bat Family. Only the Charlton characters get their own ship. There! We have one, too! After the devastation of Moscow, Superman and Batman are recovered. Batman gets back to the cave. Superman is sent into a secret lair within the Hall of Justice in D.C. Oh. And he's in a coma. A uh, healing coma, right? More or less. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, with... So, all of the superheroes have left to what? fight what they seem to, what they believe is the, the big bad. The Russian superheroes, are they also going? Nope. No. So no, because they think it was like Superman or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even oh. though it was a blue flash. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess were they destroyed? Because they were right there. Yeah. It, no. What they happened? Come up. They exactly. can't be because right. Batman didn't die. Right. Well, what seems like it happened is what seems like what it seems like is Firestorm went ballistic. Yeah. Right. He went nuclear and blew everything up. But we know, because it's blue, right. that we're meant to assume that John intervened right. and blew them up. Right. But it can't be, because it was but too But John Bastis. wouldn't do that, because it was too Bastis. Right. So that's we'll why, get, but we'll get to why that is in the Yeah, that's why Vite was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, exactly. But who died? Uh, all those glass people. Well, the glass people, yeah. But not the Russian not the superheroes. No. I guess not Putin? I guess not. Is he dead? He was I, right there. He really should be. Maybe the metahuman saved him. Okay. Maybe Posar saved him. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love that uh, Wonder Woman is not really in the story much because like the Themyscarians are like, it's all falling apart, go get Wonder Woman. They send all the Amazons, they collect her off panel. Wonder Woman's just like literally kidnapped by the Themyscarians and brought back to Paradise Island. Okay. Uh, That's hilarious. Batman is like being tended to by Alfred. He, you know, wakes up and he just sets up camp in the cave because he's like, okay, I'm figuring this out. Mm -hmm. I'm a, like half step ahead of everybody else. Right. Uh, I have the journal. Uh, I should be able to piece it together. Yeah. No, man. That happened like 30 years ago. Damn it. Ronnie and Professor Stein were separated and they are recovered and put in one of the ships that is heading towards Dr. Manhattan. Oh. Ronnie's like, I want to kick ass and Stein's like, we shouldn't even be here. So... The heroes and, engage. And Batman said it wasn't even Firestorm, but now we're seeing the, the two people that make up Firestorm, and they're there. They were recovered, and they were brought with the heroes. So to it go. was Firestorm. Firestorm was used, but he was not the culprit. It was oh. made to look like Firestorm. Firestorm was the tool. Yes. No. No. They didn't even use him. It's just that they he used. Was, he was, he was there. there. Oh, his proximity. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. Everyone who was watching assumed it was Firestorm because why would they assume? A naked blue foreigner blew up the you know right. the square. Yeah, they've never even seen that guy. When he said it's not Firestorm, he meant the energy readings he exactly. was seeing. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, because when I first read it, I thought that Doctor Manhattan was impersonating Firestorm. Yeah. Like, for the New Fifty Two, Doctor Manhattan had been Firestorm the whole time, and right. was playing a part. But no, it he was says, just it's that, not Firestorm. He didn't mean that guy's not Firestorm. No, it means, means the energy like, you're this reading. This reading I'm seeing on my Firestorm. scopes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, one of the lanterns, Jesse Cruz, discovers Osterman's photograph. She's like, what is this? Why is there this weird tile floor here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and we see a, the file, the Firestorm file. Yeah, well, that's on the... that. Well, okay, so... <laughs> it's, all, it's all going sideways. Right. Every American superhero and every member of every super team that you, that you read a book about gets in a ship of some kind and flies to Mars to fight Dr. Manhattan because they believe that the energy signature that they saw from Firestorm's right. attack was Dr. Manhattan. The president's aides are like, so yeah, no, there is like, there is like a Superman theory and it is real. <laughs> and uh, all the heroes are gone and like, you need to start, you need to step up, Mr. President. Like, you gotta start like, leading. Right. Superman theory was real? Or I wasn't aware of this. They, they give him, and they give uh, him a Firestorm plausible file. plausible deniability, sir. That's right, exactly. Uh, so he gets the Firestorm file. What does that mean? Oh my god. Right. It well, means they, that the theory was right. Yep. Well, or parts of it were. Yeah, okay. So Or they have a file on him anyway. Mm -hmm. And you need to say that he that that you disavow. You need to get ahead of this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Luther goes to the basement of the Hall of Justice. Oh man, we haven't seen him in a while. I know. And he's like, Hey Lois, did you get the drive I sent you? Did you get that thing I sent you? Oh. And she's like, if you're here to kill Superman, you'll have to do it over my dead body. He's like I'm not going to hurt Superman today. That's right. I don't want it to That's be an unfair plan. fight. It's, right no, it's no good if he's exactly. like this and I beat him. By right. the way, like also, it was super, Lex had just been a member of the Justice League like a couple months before, like the first issue of Doomsday. <laughs> like, come on. But uh, yeah, no, he's Lex Luthor. The Lex Luthor that you remember. He's right. a villain. Right, right. Right, Sam? He's a villain. <laughs> yeah, you looked over there, but it came from over yeah. here. So Ronnie and Stein start like yelling at each other. Stein's like, we should be going home for what happened in Moscow. Like we should turn ourselves in. This is wrong. Right. Ryan's like, I want to kick some blue naked ass. Right. So we're going to be Firestorm. Ronnie. He grabs him and he, they become Firestorm. He's like, let's go, <laughs> I'm driving. 
Yeah. The lanterns create a bubble around Mars so that Manhattan can't leave. Okay. Should that work? Well, they think it works. They think it'll work because they're yeah. the lanterns. Uh, Batman tries to send a message to Mars. He's like, mm-hmm. how do I send a message to Mars? How long will it take? Commuter, how long will it take to take, uh, send a message to Mars? About 14 minutes. He's like, damn it. Mm. He sends the message and the heroes engage Dr. Manhattan. Oh, boy. Oh, good. He created oh. a new glass palace. We got a big oh, yeah. fight on Mars. I guess the lanterns also create, like, air. Yeah. So people can No, Firestorm creates air. Oh, oh, because he can transmute. Like, molecules. Molecules. Because, yeah, like, Stein's like, I won't be part of this. I'm not going to help you. And Firestorm's like, I don't need your help to make air. I know what molecules it takes to make air. <laughs> Do you? Are you sure the percentage is right? It's mostly not nitrogen. I think 79%. Exactly. Yeah. Like 71 or 79. He's done it enough times he remembers the formula. Yeah. Okay. So he makes air and then they're all walking around and like, this is neat. I know how to make glass. <laughs> <laughs> you see a lot of like fun stuff. Guy Gardner's the first one there. He's like, hey, do, hey, blue man group. You should put some pants on. We're the Green Lantern Corps. We kicked ass. Look, we made, we beat, we, we pants dark side. We slapped the anti-monitor around. We've beaten Doomsday and all kinds of shit. We're badasses. We we even beat alternate reality Batman. Sean's like, oh, yeah, yep, that happened. Don't worry, I got you. I got you. I got you back, Snyder. Scott's like, I don't so need your fucking help. <laughs> what does uh, what does John think of the fact that John from the other universe is hanging out on his home turf? Oh man, he he doesn't get upset. He's more just trying to talk to him. Right. And uh, and uses telephony. It doesn't work. Right. Uh, he just wants. Is to- he like this is blasphemy? You've created this structure here on my home planet. Yeah, it's and- garish, gaudy. <laughs> Nothing what the original Martians would have planned. Yeah, no, he has no problem with that. He just says, from your mind, I can see you're confused. Mm. And John goes, only for a second. In five seconds, you will broadcast to everyone the, the thought you read most clearly, my final vision of Superman. Mm. And they're like, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean your final vision of Superman? That sounds pretty ominous. Mm. And Guy Garner's like, enough! And he just jumps over and he punches John in the face and snaps his neck. Oh. And he falls down and goes, oh, shit. I mean, I didn't mean to kill him, but you know, yeah, 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 kill him. <laughs> and then John like pops up. Yeah, he's like, that's it. And he just goes, "Let me see that." And he takes the ring. Oh. Like off of Guy's hand, and he goes, "Look at that! This is energy, emotion coalesced and manufactured into a power by the ring. I find it difficult to affect." Hmm. And then uh, John Constantine goes, "Well, if you think that's gonna be hard, I'll have a magic." Oh, and then man. they all so they so all like, just use their stuff on him. Yeah. Well. First the, first, the Just Like Dark attack. So, like, Etrigan, yeah. like, breathes hellfire on him, and Zatanna shoots magic at him, and he goes, you think you're wielding magic? Mm. So what? what? I, it's it's my, some quantum thing. It's one of my favorite sequences in the book. And he says, I... Like, they, the, the magic swirls around me, just, like, he just collects it, and he's like, I gotta look at this. What you think is magic is the remnants of creation itself. Like, the energy that it took to make, the, to make reality. Hmm. There's runoff, like er- like random errors in computer code that are discarded and forgotten and ironically collected by the discarded and forgotten of your of your little cast of characters. Hmm. And you believe it's magic. And then he like wields it and morphs it and like it feels good to learn. And they just blast them all away. <laughs> I'm just like, oh like just like that, John's is like, this is what magic is in the DC universe. I just explain magic. <laughs> it's it's Big bang runoff. Yeah, it's like energy. It's, it's discarded energy that the universe doesn't have use for. Right. I kind of don't like the fact that magic was explained. Right. I feel like magic should be magic. I, I know who wouldn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ronnie is like, you don't know what you're dealing with, man. I'm going to fuck up your day. And Dr. Manhattan's like, you don't know what you're dealing with, dude. <laughs> and he just blasts him with energy. And then Manhattan and Ronnie 
appear at his origin. Oh. They're at the nuclear plant where there are protests, ironically, of course, just a constant protest throughout this book, right. they're protesting nuclear power. Hmm. And uh, Ronnie and John like walk through the corridors and he shows Ronnie the door where Martin Stein is talking to his, I think it's like his, uh, I, th- I think he's like taking, he's taking dictation. Hmm. He's explaining that like he, Martin Stein works for the US government. And after the Metamorpho incident with Rex Mason, where, like, Rex Mason became Metamorpho, mm. they are like, we need to make our own Superman. And basically, the, when Superman arrived, the U.S. government was like, we have no control over this guy, we didn't make this guy, we, nothing. we have no idea how he works, we need to start working on this now. Mm-hmm. Martin Stein agrees, and he's a patriot, and he's in. So he develops the Firestorm situation. He also learns that he's not, he doesn't have a metagene. So he oh. can't technically become one but he has done a survey survey of people yeah, who of do the gen- genes of all his employees yes and he finds that there's one boy named uh. ronnie who needs a parental figure and i will act as that and groom him into becoming firestorm oh, and it's gonna take both of us so i will volunteer god. yeah and ronnie's like oh my fucking god you just retconned the shit out of me Holy shit. So the professor this whole time... Yeah, this whole time. ...has known... He's been the, like, government half of yeah. Firestorm. He's he's like the progenitor of the Superman theory. I right. was just going to say that. Yeah. He's like yeah. the first He's one. the first... Yeah, well, he's... he's or is he of, even the only one? No. He's not the only one, no. but he's the one that started to kick it off. They even retcon that Kirk Langstrom, Manbat, is a scientist who was working for the government, and he developed... Manbat? Oh, Man-Bat. that's funny. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, so it's there's two. There's there's like there's like a lot. We there's, don't talk about man. There's, there's a chart that it shows you all the ones that are, could be. Are any of them relevant or matter? Are they pre-existing characters besides Man Bat and Firestorm? Literally every single one that is implicated is a previously oh. established character. Oh wow! Okay. Johns doesn't invent anyone except for like Marionette and Mime. Okay. And I guess Rorschach. It's, wow, this yeah, is kind of like Civil just, War. Yeah. Marionette and Mime are just Punch and Julie, and Rorschach already existed. That's true. All right, take that away from him. Uh, is Firestorm the only one who didn't know? He, or half of him didn't know that he was part of this? Yeah, or the others, Stein like, kept him in the dark the whole time. Yeah, but no, the other characters... No, it was like Green Lantern was like, you fucking idiot. No, like, no, 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 I mean, amongst the government oh, yeah, no. superheroes. Are they all, like, they all know. consciously part of it? Yes. Except for him. Pozar's part of it. Pozar? Pozar was invented to be a villain for Firestorm. Yeah. And to test Firestorm's abilities. Oh my but, god. And so they would create like random acts of villainy for Pozar to perpetrate so Firestorm would fight him. But sometimes Pozar would go rogue and do things, you know, that would explain in the comics why Pozar like killed people. Killed some and why people, the government yeah. was like not culpable for it. Right. Uh, so, but Pozar re- revealing it, yeah, that's he, because he knows. Yeah. Like, I'm a living I example. literally know... And so I guess he decided, like, he wasn't going to do it anymore yeah. th- in this book. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Firestorm begs John, like, why? Why did you show me this? And he goes, I'm proving a point that hope decays. Oh. And so then everyone shoots at him. Right. And they're, 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 they're attacking him, no effect. And then Captain Adam shows up. Oh, the oh. character from which John was created. Yeah. And he just goes, get clear, forget Superman. Captain Adam is the last thing you're ever going to see. And just blasts John. Huh. John explodes 
the picture, the photograph, is destroyed, and Wonder Woman broke free of Themyscira and goes to the UN to try and, like, heal. She's like, okay, everybody got that out of their system? Let's, let's, let's talk. Good. Now that no one's punching each other. Yes, everyone's right. off-world, let's figure this out. Right. Uh, John, oh, look, a diplomat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, she's like, I'm unaligned. Yeah. I pre-exist all of that. I predate all this That's stuff. That's true, yeah. This is really interesting that all the superheroes are off-planet yeah. except for the Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Superman is... He's, he's out for the count, he's out, but he's, he's still on yeah. Earth. That's true, uh, yeah, just the Trinity. So, uh, John reconstitutes like he has before. Yep, yep. Oh, a trick we've never seen. Yeah. Well, no, they've seen never it. seen it. Yeah, that's true. They're like, ugh. Uh, Batman finds out the message never sent. Oh. Damn. And, uh, so even 14 minutes later, nothing happens. Yep, he waited 14 minutes, like, desperately, and then it's like, message failed. And he's like, fuck! <laughs> God damn it. So while Wonder Woman is trying to appeal to the UN, the roof opens, and Black Adam and his cadre are like, I heard all your friends were on vacation. Uh, so I'm making my move. Ugh. Is like she's like you don't have anything to fear from any humans, and then Black Adam's like, no, you do. Oh, you do. Yeah, but it's not what you thought. What were you saying? Well, you were like fighting amongst yourselves mm -hmm. about people owning superheroes. I was amassing an evil army of them to take over the world. Wonder Woman, but I had a whole country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so then we take a hard fucking break to right. see a sequence from one of these Nathaniel Dusk movies. Yep. It's the uh, end the Black sequence Freighter. from... It's yeah. the Black Freighter. It's, uh, it's not as intrusive, I find, mm. than the, as the Black Freighter. But, uh, yeah, we see the, the end, one of the end scenes from The Adjournment, the last movie, mm -hmm. Nathaniel Dusk. Carver, of course, is being blackmailed by his asshole mother. There's a letter from her in here about, like, you know, I, I just saw on the news that, like, you were born on a farm, but I know that you never knew your father, and that, like, you grew oh. up in Philadelphia, and that you, I kicked you out of the house when you were kissing that boy next door, and boy, wouldn't your Hollywood friends not want to know about that. Uh, his so you're friggin' to... mom is blackmailing him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's part of the despair that John right. notices, because John has this kinship with Carver Coleman for no fucking reason. <laughs> so, I always have to latch on to yep. something in thing. the world. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, if they yes, have a bad Lori and Yeah, well, Lori made proving, sense. This makes a little bit less this sense. This is proving but... that Dr. Manhattan doesn't need to have sex with the person in order to feel something for humanity. Okay. Coleman's trying to do the sequence. He's trying to do the scene. Mm -hmm. uh, we're seeing, like, the scene as it's played in the movie, but then, like, he fucks up his line. And he's, like, got this... He's blaming a headache, but really he's, like, he's preoccupied. Yeah, and, uh, with the blackmail. Yeah. yeah. Well, with the black... Yes, with the blackmail. And with something else. Mm. Uh, but uh, he's like, we gotta get this scene down. We gotta get this scene done now. We have to get it done to... No They're like, we can wait. We can break it to the Mars. like, no, we can't. No, no, it's gotta be it's today. Gotta be now. So, uh, you know... The he... muse! <laughs> Seemingly, but no. Uh, but he he finishes uh, the scene. Uh, he goes to, like... You know, he does all... He, he has his day, and then he goes to uh, a bar at 10 o'clock to meet his blackmailer, his mother. Right. Uh, she starts in with her bullshit and he goes, no, 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 I don't want to do this here. Then it's April 18th, 1938, and for and he is drawn to Superman's worlds for reasons he doesn't understand. Hmm. And the first person he meets is Carver Coleman. Ah, okay. Uh, we get Carver Coleman's whole origin, which I've explained earlier. He gets a couple of bit jobs as like mail carriers and stuff at the, on, on different lots. Yeah. Uh, he catches an executive having an affair with another male executive. Uh, Does he blackmail him into getting an no, acting job? No. Oh. Uh, oh. No, uh, he uh, he gets fired. And he, oh. and he is destitute and he ends up on the street. Uh, he is He's a, fired because he saw that. Yeah. Well, yep. no, it's funny because like he sees this. The executive drops a cigarette 
and that cigarette causes the studio to catch <gasps> fire, and he's fired for that. What? So then he's Is on that the a thing that happened in history that like a studio burned down? Probably. You made me yeah. distracted and dropped my cigarette. Yes. You're fine. Bizarre. Okay. So he's on the street. He's harassed by cops. Uh, you know, the cop hits him in the head with a billy club. Uh. Manhattan arrives. Huh. Manhattan arrives in their car and blows the car apart and knocks everybody over. Huh. When Manhattan arrives, he sees this man who was beaten by police go to check the pulse of the policeman who beat him. He's like, what is this place? There, hope dies. Proof right there that hope dies. No, 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 no. Stop no. helping that man. No, well, there has to be hope in order for it to die. That's so right. he starts he out hopeful. He sees this and he's like, what? No. The heroes regroup and he goes, no, I need you incapacitated for reasons that will become clear. And he stops all of them. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, the, the, the studio that produces Nathaniel Dusk movies is Werner Brothers. I don't know why they don't just go ahead and say Warner Brothers. Mm. I guess because, like, the DC Universe isn't the real world. Right. Whatever. It's Warner <laughs> Brothers. Uh, it is. Yeah. Why make the reference, though? Well, well to, to, so because that you know they're it's... owned by a studio, they might as well make it. Plus, yeah. Warner Brothers is an old, time-honored studio that has history that would exist in 1938. Yeah. So, but why even mention it at all? That's the just point. Just to make well, a fun reference. Just to make a fun reference. Yeah. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's why it the, Nathaniel, the, 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 the Nathaniel Dusk lettering on the poster is the exact same as it is in the comic book. Why? Because it's for you. So, <laughs> Carver meets John. Carver asks John if he's an angel. <laughs> it gives John pause. They go to a diner, a random diner off the side. Uh, John bends light to allow the waitress and anyone in the diner to see what they want to see. Right. So that he doesn't look like a giant blue naked man. Yes. Right. Otherwise he'd never be served. Well right. they wouldn't be able to have this conversation. It'd yes. be like, oh my god! <laughs> they have this conversation, the two of them across the, 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 the booth from each other. Yeah. Uh, where in April 18th, 1939 John and Carver are sitting at this diner and John is walking through a fog. He can't see everything. Hmm. Okay. And so he tries exercises and in looking into the future and can't, so he focuses on Carver. And he looks at Carver and sees him throughout time. Ah. And what he sees, he imparts to Carver, because we see Carver, the homeless guy, sitting across from him. Then we see Carver a year later, and he's like, you were right, I got the part. Hmm. And it's right alongside Gary Cooper, can you believe it? We cut to 1952, he's wearing a tuxedo, he won an Oscar... We cut to 54, and Carver Coleman's like, what do you mean I won't be on this world a year from now? Hmm. Uh-oh. Um, then it's a year from now, he's not there. Ooh. Okay. And John goes, in eight months, you are going to get a cast in a role that will change your life. <laughs> and uh, as they are talking, there is an there, there is a radio report about a man who lifted a car above his head in Metropolis. Mm. John hears about this and immediately abandons Carver. You're lame. I'm out of here. I'm and leaves behind a photograph. Oh. The photo of Jenny and And himself. Osterman. Yeah. yeah. John stands at the homage from the yeah. cover of Action Comics. Uh, the people are talking about how they left, he left over a building in a single bound. Mm -hmm. And then he's standing there, and it's April 18th, 1938, and the car isn't there. And the people are gone. And the world has changed. What? what? Why are they no longer there? He talks about how... Because he dropped the photo? No, no, no. no. The, the photo is actually a consequence of John and 
he doesn't know he's doing it. Oh. That everywhere John goes and uses his powers, he produces a photograph. <laughs> okay. He's like, a, he's like a taco that shits ice cream. That's right. <laughs> the heroes in this Earth call in a multiverse, and at this world, at the center, is Superman. Okay, so he's seen both versions. He's seen where Superman is he's seeing, lifting the car. He's seen two versions. Yeah. Because there's multiple versions. So oh, he sees okay. Superman lift the car. The world's introduced to Superman on April 18th, 1938. So I go to July 1940, where a man named Alan Scott's reaching for a Green Lantern. He grabs the lantern. He becomes Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. This inspires other characters, like Jay Garrick, who becomes the Flash. Mm. And Carter Hall discovers that he has multiple like lives, that he's a Hawkman. <laughs> uh, we see the Justice Society form. Yeah. And it's all spawned from people seeing Superman for the first time on April 18, 1938. Okay. We see a sequence where the Justice Society is forming. They're at their table. They're waiting for Superman to arrive because when the Justice Society first formed, Superman was on it. Ah. We're getting a good, nice history lesson in these About the JSA, why do you characters. care? Johnny Thunder asks his genie to find Superman, but he's interrupted, and now the whole team is there. It's still November 1940 now, and Green Lantern's never met Superman, and so the whole team is here. And no one's met Superman yet. Okay. Because... When the JS because what because the next time they reboot continuity, right? He Superman wasn't on. wasn't on the JSA, right? But the JSA still formed. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now he goes to 1948 and he meets up with Carver, and uh, so they, they they're talking. And uh, in 1948, he goes, "Have you ever heard of Superman Carver?" And he goes, "No, I've never heard of him. Gone." <laughs> he goes to Kansas. It's 1956. 25 years earlier, a rocket crashes. But no, that's not right. Now it's 1986, and there's a teenage boy named Clark Kent who goes into the basement. His arrival changes again and again and again each time. He's seeing all the different he's origins. all the different origins. seeing all the different crises. All the yeah, different it's like it's all, there's all this different shit in this one world, but, but it's but, all different. And John's just standing there watching it all, like, and he's like, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> I can't stand you people and your continuity. I don't understand this universe, is what he says. <laughs> That's so funny. That is great. He watches Clark Kent say goodbye to his parents as they die. They mm. both die in 1956. Then it's October 1986 and his parents are alive again. And then his dad dies of a heart attack and he's sad about that. <laughs> Here's one where he jumps into a tornado. Yeah. What's like, going on That's with a that? movie one. They don't reference that. John does not want you to think about that. But he goes, how does one man affect so much? Now I'm a thousand years in the future and he's a boy and he's in a Superman costume and he's meeting the Legion of Superheroes. Why is this boy at the center of this universe? Right. And then he explains like, the, the anti-monitor and even like fucking zero hours extant are responsible for shifts in Superman's timeline and that dark directions constantly target hope that he embodies. <laughs> and so now I'm curious, well, what happens if I move the lantern six inches away from Alan Scott? What happens if there is no just JSA? Mm. There's still Superman. Now let's see what happens. And he says, I remove the lynchman of JSA. I change Superman. I watch as my take on this universe changes reality. And we see the New 52 origin of Superman. Oh, so he's saying that New 52 was caused by John taking the lantern away from Alan Scott? Yes. Because there's in no the New JSA. 52, there was no JSA. No, so there, if there's no JSA and there's no old superheroes to mm -hmm. like have this golden era, yes. then you get New 52. That's when shit gets dark. That's when shit gets dark. Yes. Interesting. And Superman's parents die in a more tragic, more dark way. Right. 
Whether that is lessons of, from the Legion or his parents, he becomes more distant from humanity, and I understand him better and relate to him more. <laughs> oh, weird. Little, That's... little jab at people who are like, no, I relate to Superman more in the New 52. It's oh, darker, yeah? it's, more, it's more real. Oh, yeah, you know what that's like. Yeah. It's like Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, you sound like it's, a cold, unfeeling robot. You sound cynical. Yeah. It's five years ago, and I feel the power of changing Superman, and it's intoxicating. I have discovered that this is not a multiverse, it's a metaverse. And the metaverse inspires the multiverse. And then one, and then one year ago, in real publishing time, or writing of this, because it's two years later, because it's issue 11, yeah. he's like, the metaverse becomes aware of my hubris, and I learn it's not passive. Wally West blasts out of the Speed Force and looks at Dr. Manhattan and goes, I know what you did! So Dr. Manhattan has to get rid of Wally West. Wait, how does Wally West know what he did? Because Wally West is a agent casualty of the metaverse. So the metaverse is like, you you interrupted me. Mm. I'm gonna send one of my people who can fuck with whatever <laughs> it takes to get to you. Morality and shit, To yeah. stop you. Oh. It's oh. like an organism fighting to survive. Interesting. An innate hope within the metaverse fights to survive. Okay. Is Superman that hope? Yes. Superman is the linchpin upon which the entire metaverse rests. So Superman is trying to fight against the New 52 and what he's become. Well, well the metaverse is. The metaverse, the metaverse is. is and, and the metaverse is Superman's like, like an embodiment of an it, kind of. An agent of it? Yeah, yeah, like the metaverse is, in, is inherently hopeful and its avatar is Superman or Superman is the metaverse and it influences what the metaverse like feels, like what it's, what it's driving forces. Mm. All right. But then he sees that when he recreates the metaverse for New 52, it turns against him, and he, his, the last vision he has is of Superman. And Superman hopeless and attacking him, and either he destroys me or I destroy everything. Now, he's talking about the New 52 version he's of Superman? Now. Or now, okay. Because he is still the New 52 Superman version. Well, he's emerging of he's emer Yeah, does he explain that? No. Okay. <laughs> No. He's like, well, that happened. But it's still the same. So I, I created this version of reality. There is another one mm -hmm. overlapping with well, it. I didn't do that. I didn't, well, no. It's but more it did like, happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, we never undid it. Like, we never undid New 52. We never right. changed it. Right. It's just that, like, when Mixus Bitlick is like, hey, and he merges both of them, like, that's not the same thing. That's not a crisis. That's not a right. reboot. That's not even like a. a, a New 52 shift. still happened. New 52 did happen because no one will say it didn't, and people keep referencing it. Right. Everything else also happened, but it 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 it, it also happened. And while exactly. it would contradict, New 52 it, happened in amongst. We say it didn't. Yes. Well, New even though happened. Superman's. <laughs> Even though Superman's different because now his parents didn't die in no, that they way did. they did. Oh, they did? Well, well, but that was that the was other Superman. That was pre-Crisis Superman who went right. back right. through Convergence, but Johns wants to leave as much Convergence off the table as possible. Right. Uh, but his parents are still dead. Okay, so this version of Superman that's in this book, mm -hmm. he's essentially New 52 Superman, but with the old costume. And with, <laughs> with, with And Lois, he's married to Lois. And has a son. Yes. Yes. But, but other than that, lie. he's New 52 Superman. Yes, for all okay. purposes, that's who he is. All right. Uh, so then, June 8th, 1954, Carver Coleman's murdered. His mother and her associate hit him in the back of the head with his award mm. and then ransack his house. The housekeeper finds the letters his mother sent him and burned them to protect his legacy. Oh. So his murder is never really solved. Oh, interesting. Okay. But he talks about how, like, okay, so I stopped the war in Vietnam, but I let a pregnant woman get shot. 
Right. But I use a man to help me understand what this metaverse is, but then I watch his mother beat him to death. Right. I, 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 I let Adrian kill millions of people and let him leave. I am a being of inaction mm. on a collision course with a man of action. And in this universe of hope, I have become the villain. Interesting. Like, this is, because he doesn't really think he's a supervillain, but like in this universe, yeah. that's what I As far I as this universe be. is concerned, I, I kind of am, except he's not. No, it's more like he didn't, they're attacking him right now because they think he did something that he didn't actually do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all fight. It's always been fight! Yep. The Kandakian forces attack Wonder Woman in the UN. Batman breaks into like NORAD and stops nuclear launches from taking place. He's oh, like, wow. No, because the idea here is that now that all the heroes are gone and Kandak exists and the Russians are moving, we need to show, Mr. President, that we still have power. So what are they? Who are they attacking with the nukes? I assume like the UN or Kandak, Russia, Kandak. Oh, well, just uh, anyone, anyone who's a threat. Yeah, well, because the Russians are also going to launch theirs too. Right. So we're going to go first. Well, and if we do it first, then it's our decision, and then we're not reactive. Exactly. No, yeah. we're just. Maybe we could take out a few of their silos. So probably. You know, we might come out on top. Exactly. Jeez. I like that the badge has a LexCorp logo on it. Well, it's Lex's place. Oh. Well, Le well, you know, Lex needed to give, uh, Lex took Lois to LexCorp. Yeah. I got it. Because he's like explaining to Lois how he's putting it all together. He's like, I met this guy named Ozymandias, he came from another world, he fucked mm. it up. He thought he was going, doing the right thing, but he's an idiot. Right. Um, he's looking for this guy named Dr. Manhattan. Oh, so as Lex is leading Lois through his like, through his company's building, uh, he's going further and further into like more and more science fiction-y like locked doors, yeah. clandestine secret stuff going on. And he's like, Lois, have you ever heard of a man named Carver Coleman? And she's like, you mean the actor from like the 50s? Yeah. And he goes, when his estate went up for sale, one of the items in the estate was this photograph. And the photograph is of Osterman uh, and Jenny. Right. And she's like, who are they? And what's special about it? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> but here's That's what I do I know. Out. When I was tracking the abnormal chronal energy spikes, which were increasing in both power and frequency throughout the last like year or two, mm. <laughs> it led me to the, to the flashes, but that wasn't what was happening. They were a byproduct. They were involved in it, but they weren't, they weren't the reason. Okay. That, was that wasn't the anomaly I was tracking. Right. And then in the grass next to them is another goddamn photograph of these two randos. <laughs> and she goes, so this picture is related to the rebirth of the flashes? And he goes, kind of. I, I, I kept finding chronal debris everywhere I would find these, these, these patches. Mm. And one of those pieces of chronal debris was that, was that video I sent you of the JSA, a team that never existed, of heroes that I've never heard of. Mm. And then they walk through this gallery... And he's got like hundreds of these photographs all throughout time that he's been collecting from random places. That's like some of the things he's been procuring as he's been acquiring all these companies. Ah. So he's been putting this together for a long time. Yes. I found them all over mostly America, but I found one in the Congo earlier, which was where John took Marinette and Mime and Adrian. They had their conversation. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So the photo thing, that's his clue, that's or his, that's a clue that like, oh, the, this guy was here, whatever, whoever he is, he yep. was here, because mm -hmm. I found one of these photos here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And that, like, L Luther, along, among the photos, Luther also finds, like, other bits of chronal debris, as he calls it. Right. And these things clue him in that, like, this is not the first time I've been Lex Luthor. 
this isn't even like the tenth time I've been like this. Right. Like that he reasons that the whole he Luther cracks the metaverse theory and he learns that like he and Superman are like at the linchpin. He connects himself because there's always a Lex Luthor. Right. He's like, I like I'm inevitable. <laughs> I'm enduring, I'm forever. Right. And I'm I'm constantly locked in a battle with this fucking guy that I never win. Right. And in all of them, I lose. Yep. <laughs> but uh, but I love the, the the image of of all these photos. And yeah, that's cool. The U.S. government sent special forces into the basement of the fortress of of the Hall of Justice. Uh -huh. Superman is woken up and he's getting his clothes on, and he goes like, "Listen, if the president wants to talk to me, because they're like the president needs you, like right. you're under arrest. Do I order the president?" He's like, "If the president wants to talk to me, I'll come talk to the president myself." Uh. <laughs> Right. But, uh, uh, unlike the other books where I am the lapdog of the president, uh, I am not. I am not. No, no, no. Um, meanwhile, we find out that Johnny Thunder and Saturn Girl are, of course, prisoners of Ozymandias in his lair. Right. Um, Saturn Girl explains that, like, you know, you'll never destroy Superman if that's what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Like, Superman's forever. And he goes, no, no, no. I want him to make it. My question is, do you think he remembers you? And she's like, no, he doesn't. And mm. He's like, why do you think that is? <laughs> That's confusing, right? And then mm. she fades away. Oh, whoa. Like, that, she, that she's... What? What? She's Wile E. Coyote. So she doesn't as realize, she realizes... That she's not supposed to be in this time. She disappears. Oh, my God. Wait, how did she get here in the first place? That she was always here. Or, like... She was here from, maybe she's a bit of that chronal debris that Lex Luthor's talking about. Like right? it just oh. left over, like, reality changed and yeah. she didn't realize that it changed. Right. And once she does, yeah. so that's where she goes. In the New 52, there was no Legion of Superheroes? No. Ah. Until Scott Snyder set them up in his Justice League book that was taking place around the same time because editorial got sick of waiting for the Legion of Superheroes to be debuted in Doomsday Clock. Oh. So they completely undermine the reveal that the Legion has been unmade by Dr. Manhattan. Right. But they pretend like those work in conjunction with each other. Right. Alfred decides that maybe at the behest of Batman, they need Rorschach. It's the worst thing about this book. Alfred makes more pancakes. He tries to lure Reggie back to the cave. Reggie, like, rejects him and runs away because he's like, no, Rorschach destroyed my family. I'm not going to dress as Rorschach anymore. Right. You know, and Batman's like, no, you got to be Rorschach. And it's like, fuck you, that's so dumb. You can't Cares. create your own superhero. There's, there's other stuff happening right now, Batman. Yeah, we don't that need you that. you need to deal with. Yeah, but we need Batman. Like, we need Batman to do something in this. So And, and for that, I need Rorschach. He yes. stopped the nuclear missiles from being launched. Yeah, th that's all you need. Uh, it's pretty so, important. Uh, during Ozymandias' monologuing, he also reveals that... Uh, he knew, because of his conversations with John throughout, John saw the future of the baby in Marionette when he spared her life. And that was why he didn't kill her. Because actually, the baby would one day grow up to bring joy to someone he cared about. That John cared about. Yes. John doesn't care about anybody. Well, he, he seemed to care about someone during Watchmen. And we see them as, like, two middle-aged people uh, named Mr. and Mrs. Hollis. And they have a daughter as well. Ozymandias makes his own, like, discovery about the DC Universe, but it's basically just, like, this colorful, crazy place that is made of both, like, simultaneous hope and despair. 
and John came here maybe to try and like be with these people because like he feels more of a kinship to them than humanity but like humanity on my place it's terrible humanity people, here might be better yeah well they got like neat costumes and stuff at least I won't look weird mm. uh, but basically that like oh sure I can't look weird in uh, anywhere just can't have my dick flying out yeah that's right put on some fucking pants end of story everywhere Cross- everywhere's gotta put pants on yes <laughs> I don't care if you don't care so, uh, uh, Ozymandias reveals his nefarious scheme. What is his nefarious scheme? Yeah, this makes no sense The to same me. one as Watchmen. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like he wanted to create a conflict on Earth with the metahumans, just like he did with the squid, yep. to unite the world against metahumans. Yep. Yeah. But yep. so he, isn't he one of them by being super smart? Well, isn't he a metahuman? He doesn't metahuman? care. He's using them. He, yeah. He's going to leave. He wants to go home. He's not going to stay in the DC universe. So he. So what's the point? So Oz, well, yeah. So well, we know what his plan is for this, this planet. World. I'm here, he's not going to fix anything else. But he has somehow his plan is going to affect his universe, universe as well. His plan is basically that like I'm going to force John to give a shit. Oh, what by like? By doing it all over again, like the he caused the energy spike in Moscow. Right. So all the heroes would leave. He knew John would beat them. So now all the metahumans are on Mars right, right. now. So the world's powers would oh. descend into chaos and so cause... So he's going to force John to come back and save this world. Yes. And when he does, maybe he'll realize that he wants to save the one he came from. I see. And maybe he'll want to save this world because like, he was instrumental in like creating it the way it's it really is. It's really kind of his fault anyway. Right. Black Adam has made his move he attacks wonder woman he attacks the un now he's going for the white house so black adam and his team aided by the russians goes to the white house lawn oh wow superman arrives and stands between the white house and black adam and he's like i'm still catching up to speed but i know this ain't good so all right put up your dukes is this all part of ozymandias's plan he's this showdown on the white house lawn he thinks john's gonna show up and yes do something here okay. yes but what he doesn't know is that John sees the end of everything when he comes into contact with Superman. Right. Like, so, the everything. Mm-hmm. So, Superman... But it might just be the end of John. Yeah, but that also but, fucks up his plan because he needs John to go back to the Watchmen universe Yeah, he doesn't know it. that John sees his own end or right. the end of everything. So he's just like, yeah, no, it'll, it'll like, John yeah, will fix it. he'll come in and he'll stop what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. So then John counts down from six seconds, which is when he's going to finally meet Superman. Superman is, of course, like, attacked. He's alone, fighting everybody. Marinette and Mime steal a car, torture a comedian, and just, like, go on a tear. They just have a great time. Okay. Weird. Uh, Reggie... Why are they a linchpin in this? Well, uh, we... well they, they explained it earlier, but... Uh... Yeah, they were important earlier, and they were created, so we got to show what's yeah, happening. Yeah, look, look at them go. Look, look yeah. at them having a grand old time. Uh, <laughs> they're so not doing any... Mm. They're not doing anything of consequence no. that affects the plot at all, no. So, uh, and of course, Reggie. What about him? Yeah, what he, about Reggie? You know, uh, Alfred He's... begged him to become Rorschach and... Uh... Pancakes! Pancakes, Reggie! Come on! He knocked him on the ground. He couldn't eat them. You love so the taste of pancakes. He, he, so he leaves. <laughs> Can you remember the taste of pancakes, Reggie? <laughs> Can you remember the taste of raw syrup, Mr. Reggie? It was 100% pure. Great name, From Vermont. And uh, he introduced himself to Superman. And Superman's like, who are you? And he <laughs> goes, I'm the one you're going to destroy or I'm going to destroy everything. And Superman is like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. And then all the metahumans, they all show up. Yep. Uh, there's also, there's a made-up country of, uh, among made-up countries called Markovia. This birthed Geoforce and other super or metahumans. Oh. Um, they 
are like kind of like the contextual basis for the Superman theory at all, because the Markovians created Geoforce. So uh, it's right. like there is a precedent in DC continuity for, for creating metahumans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Geoforce. They were like the originals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When John says that, he's not being like. He's not being the, threatening. He's not being threatening. But it sounds threatening. But it's not Jeff John's way of saying, like, Superman has to kill sometimes. No. 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 John's would never say that. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what's what John thinks is yeah. going to happen because he's trying to figure out. He can't see what happens, which is important for the book. Yes. The book needs him not to know what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and because then... implies either he dies or he destroys everything. Exactly. That's the only two Those possibilities. Only two Those are the only two possibilities. And he's a logical person, so he he's... would state those as the two possibilities. Exactly. These are the only reasons why I can't see the future. Right. Even yep. though I had a point in the past where I couldn't see <laughs> well, the future when oh, I was talking. And let's, let's not even talk about the fact that he can see the future of Marionette's child and how it'll give joy to that kindly couple oh, in yeah. the Watchmen universe and how that has to be after this. That has to be after this. But let's not worry about that. So, uh, Polar yeah, is like, well, 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 yeah, no, no, well, no, unless it's oh, well, already happened well, in his... And here's the explanation. Time. It's 1992 in the Watchmen universe. It's 2017, 18, 19 in Doomsday Clock. Right. When Ozymandias lands, he says, it's like the future here, but also kind of the past. Like, time is different, too. <laughs> right. So... That time travels slowly in the Watchmen universe So I can, now. I can see that bullshit. because that's in the past, even though it's in my future. Yes. It, yeah. It is technically the past because right now it's 2017 right. and that's 1992. And, and the only reason why you could see it in any way is because it is your future. It's not like you see everyone's future. Right. You see it only because you're there. Nah. So Pazza's like, I want to arrest Superman and Black Adam's like, no, 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 no. Kondak is a nation of metahumans. We will, we will do it. And... So then everyone is just like, it's just a disaster. And right. Superman's like, there are innocent people here. Right, you can't fight here. Yeah. So they and all fight him. All the Kandaks are just like, <laughs> we don't care. Yeah, no. Yeah. And uh, like other countries are loading up their super characters to like to deal with the fight. Like the, the world's descending into chaos mm -hmm. and it's about to be a big problem. Uh, a racist store owner sees Reggie looking in his window and attacks him because he assumes he's going to loot. Well. Oh. And then Alfred steps in and saves Reggie and offers him the Rorschach mask. And then Batman shows up and he's like, you gotta be Rorschach. <laughs> he basically says, like, I read the journal. I know who Osterman is. I know what, I, I know it all. I figured it out. And, uh, and he goes, well, if you know who Rorschach is, then you know that I can't do that because Rorschach destroyed my family. Mm. And he goes, ba Batman teaches him a lesson that says make people see what you want to see. Okay. Like, and, Turn, and that thing you need to make them see is Rorschach. Yeah. So make, make, make Rorschach mean something else. <laughs> yeah. To, take Rorschach and own it. That's right. Listen. Yeah, my, yeah my, Batman. My, take, my, take, my ward, Jason Todd, he has something to say. Take guns and own it, Batman. Yeah. Oh, 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 no. Never. Because I'm also, don't forget, a hypocrite. Just, go, just, just do fuck. that. Just keep doing that and just like, say it doesn't matter. What does Batman give a fuck about anyone About this being fucking Rorschach? guy? He shouldn't. Know. So Superman's being attacked. And, yeah. it, and, it, and it's, it's a going, huge fucking fight. And it's going real bad, but it's also lo awesome looking. Look at all the people that are here. Uh, a dinosaur? Yeah. What? The, I'm sorry. He, I didn't mean to point that he's out. He's a Doom Patrol character. You would hate it. Animal, vegetable, or mineral land? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. Okay, well, that's very Fair point. I hate it. All right. 
You were saying? Uh, who are these people fighting? I thought Superman. they were fighting Superman. They're and all fighting other. Superman? Oh, they Andy. Because they they're all trying to be the one to arrest Superman? Yes. That's so stupid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is the trouble. The, the villains have infighting. Yeah, they all got... The, if there's two groups of villains. Well, they're they going to fight each other. Well, like they're, they're, just, they're just... Black Adam's villain. Oh, yeah. Well, well they're led by a villain. Unless he's being played by The Rock. Not, Dr. Manhattan's watching all this... Yeah, he's just watching the fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he sees a car head towards a mother and their child. Mm. And... Superman catches the car yeah. in a beautiful homage, by the way, to the first time in 1938. Uh, Superman stops it and he goes, whoever you are, help these people. And he goes, I don't help you. <laughs> but like, I already know. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to. And, so uh, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that really, really upset Superman. That's right. Like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Yeah. So uh, Lex finishes his monologue with Lois. Lois is like, what do you want me to do? He goes, write it up. You gotta tell the story. We're being altered. Our, our history has been altered by forces beyond our control. And she goes, why? Why would you do that? And he goes, to tell people that I figured it out. <laughs> to prove right. that I am the smartest man ever. That's right. right. And then he goes and grabs his vibrational emitter, which is an ancient Lex Luthor weapon, hmm. and then goes on his own little merry adventure. Okay. Manhattan gives his uh, speech to Superman. You know, he's like, why? Why are you, why, why won't you help? Right. Why, how can you stand there and do nothing? And he just says, like, I could have saved my world. It's burning right now as we speak. Yeah. Like, I, and, he, and then he flatly explains, like, I am the reason why everything's different. I'm the reason your parents are dead. <laughs> I changed your life out of cold curiosity. Now, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that is logic, but it's also like, you're, you're, you want to get him. You, I want to get to the point. Right. Yeah, Superman, you're making this happen. Because mm -hmm. Superman's eyes glow red and he goes towards Manhattan and Manhattan just closes his eyes and waits for it. Ah, sweet death. Here we go. Superman, Prove me right. Superman swings, and he punches Pozar behind Manhattan. Huh. The one Manhattan saw was a trick. And Manhattan's like, why did you defend me? What do I do, man? Right now, you have a choice to make. The right choice. Let's go, man. And he goes, you know, you talk about how you only saw two options. You saw either you are destroyed by me, or you destroy everything. But what if there's a third choice? And Manhattan's like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, I didn't see that. And Superman goes, who is she? And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the photos you keep making. Mm. Oh, God, I'm making photos? I'm you, so sorry, you, it's a habit. I assume they're important. And he looks at it and he goes, she was important. And he goes, maybe the darkness that you see that's at the end of everything, maybe it takes everything that you are to save the world. Okay, but why doesn't he see this conversation? Right. He sees Superman's fist coming at him well, and then nothing. I, I, but they're knows, having a whole Freddy. conversation. You see what you want to see. They do say that many times in this book. Oh, you fucker. Ah, gotcha! <laughs> so Superman is enveloped by all the villains. Every, uh -huh. Everybody's attacking and John goes, I understand. Everything ends. And then he throws up his hands. The world is enveloped by blue and darkness. Oh, wow. And everything descends and Superman's logo... Discorporates to, and then yeah. there is nothing. Jeez. Superman's dad is talking to him in the car going to the prom where he says, yeah. They've never seen anything like you, Clark. They, if they did, they'd be afraid. John moves the lantern back. Alan Scott picks up the lantern and we change the conversation. And John goes, You know, when I was a kid, my dad told me stories about the Justice Society of America, wartime heroes. And so they've never seen anyone like you before, but I think the world's ready to see what you can do. Hmm. So then Superman, filled with hope, leaves, goes to the dance to steal Lana away from uh, <laughs> Pete Ross. Yeah. 
and the Kents are almost in a car accident, and the car speeds towards a tree, but Superboy stops it. Mm. They say, who is that? And John says, that's our son. Now the JSA exists, so Superboy exists, because Clark Kent becomes Superman earlier in his right. adolescence. Right. And because Superboy exists, the Legion of Superheroes sees him and enlists him, so the Legion exists. And now Saturn Girl can come back. So Saturn Girl comes back. Saturn Girl's ring has been reformed, and that the old man, Johnny Thunder, he actually says the magic oh. words that, 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 that summon his, uh, his, his genie, and then he goes away. Okay. And he goes, Is it Shazam? It's not, it's see who. Wait, that, why? Uh, if everything's different, why is he even in this cell with Ozymandias? Well, it's rip, it's, it's the ripple effect. Because, like, here's the thing. Oh, so the we world get, wasn't destroyed. It wasn't destroyed. Because, like, we get a, it, we get this implication that, like, we got a big reboot. We got another crisis, yeah. right? But, basically, John just undoes what he did, which causes everything to go back to the way they were before New 52. But, all the stories you read still happened, but not in the New 52 anymore. And so, everything still leads up to this moment because Doomsday Clock is still a book you're reading. <laughs> so, the okay. Superman theory, that still happened. So, All yes. this stuff still happened. Okay. So, everything that happened just happened without the New 52 Part effect. of it. Right. So, so, now Superman doesn't remember his parents dying in a car accident. Nope. He remembers, but he still found himself in this spot. He's still in that exact spot. But he now, wasn't fighting... Dr. Manhattan anymore. Right. Does this mean that Dr. Manhattan didn't steal time from people? Yes. It means that all of it went back. Yeah. So, huh. So, he undoes New 52, which was part of these characters' history in this book you're reading. Yes. But, despite having undone massive parts of their histories, they still find themselves in exactly the same situation. That's yeah. correct. All of the other superheroes <laughs> are on Mars. Yep. And these superheroes have their own country, and they're yep. attacking the Yep, US. that all happened. All, uh, Doomsday Clock still happened, just in the not New 52. The Rebirth universe. This is the Rebirth that DC Universe Rebirth was harboring three years ago. <laughs> So he just said, like, okay. take everything about New 52 and get rid of it. But Superman is still inundated by Black Adam and everybody. Right, right, right. And... Does he remember Manhattan? Dr. Manhattan? <laughs> yes. Because of exploitation further after this. Okay. But, uh, Superman is saved by a telepathic push. And Saturn Girl goes, you remember us now, Cal? And he goes, Imra. That's her first name. Ah. And, uh... Oh, so she remembers being unmade. Yes. Well, she's from the future, and she's telepathic and stuff, but, uh... <laughs> da, 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 da. But uh, Jay Garrick goes, Sorry, we're late, son. And Superman goes, Well, better late than never, as Superman, the Legion of Superheroes, and the JSA all form to fight back this, this, uh, this, this oncoming horde. Oh, interesting. So, the characters who were on Mars, they're still on Mars. They're still on Mars. But there were a bunch who weren't because they didn't exist... When right before the other they, ones went to Mars. Now, of course, they would have gone to Mars with all <laughs> and, the rest. And they would have existed, so they wouldn't be here now. So why do they think they didn't go to Mars? Well, because the they heroes? only started existing right now, <laughs> and they got their histories filled in. So if no one remembers Dr. Manhattan, how come all the superheroes on Mars are still there? Oh, yeah. Well, because they must. They must remember Dr. Manhattan. They went there for some other reason. Because there's no reason for them not to remember Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And they defeat Black Adam. Obviously. Oh yeah, no, they, yeah, they win. Well, like he says, "I see the Man of Tomorrow, and for the first time, I'm inspired." Ah. Yay! They win the day. We saw it. Remember where he talked about like there's like shit that happened up to Crisis, and people remember that post Crisis. Yes. Yes. That stuff pre Crisis is from a new Earth that has always existed, 
called Earth 1985, where that version of Superman and Earth existed. The Earth that was like the timeline that existed where stories are written that, pre crisis. That, that ended in 1985. And more Earths are created, of course, as the multiverse expands. After the Flashpoint, Earth 52, because of Dr. Manhattan's interference, exists. Earth 52 is an Earth with its own timeline that exists. So now the New 52 is not what happened, it's a reality yeah. in the multiverse. Yeah. So then we get this big splash where Dr. Manhattan kind of like narrates what's gonna happen in the DC universe if Jeff Johns were in charge, which of course he isn't and which of course will not. Uh, those things are as follows. Uh, he alludes to death metal, reckless energies of the old gods attack, warps the, me the metaverse. Which does happen. Which does happen and is still happening at the timing of this recording. Another crisis happens with the Time Masters. Superman's revitalized. Is that Tempest Fugonaut? It, or is that still... It could be! He's talking about something that happens in 2025! <laughs> so he's telling the story. Yeah, okay. He it, talks he, about what he wants to tell. Yeah, in 2026, they restore the timeline. What? They create 5G. He has to retcon 5G <gasps> because they talk about 5G. Oh, now, 5G man. is being worked on while they were still working on issues 11 and 12, so he, like... Maybe editorial made him do it. Maybe he felt like a, like extending an olive branch. But 5G is a thing. And that's another world. Holy shit. In 2026, Superman goes on a quest to find Bruce Wayne's long-lost daughter and save his son. So, he, so all the things that they're writing down is like notes for what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh. He's putting into this book as, as future as, realities that... That uh, yep, Dr. DC editorial is, already seen. is saying it, so I'm saying, like, I'm putting it in my book, now yeah. my book is canon. And, and what's hey, great is... And you know what? Even if it never happens, oh, well, it's just another world yeah, in the multiverse. Yeah, that happened over that, there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you in America right now, reading this book, yep. never get to see this shit. Nope. It happens it, Don't somewhere. worry, it's just another multiverse. Like, in 2030, when the secret crisis <laughs> occurs, and Superman fights Thor and the Hulk. <gasps> what? And you're like, oh shit! <laughs> oh my like, god! And that's, that, this was written in 2017, you know, like 2018, 2019. 13 years. Yeah. So maybe in 13 years, DC and Marvel will get their heads out of their asses and put together a crisis. Maybe. Like, maybe. Uh, maybe not. If, Probably would, not. Wouldn't it be cool if you did, though? Then it would make it work with that book I wrote. Wouldn't that be fun? Come on, yeah. guys. I just set it up, and now all your fanboys will remember that. And yeah. listen, like a lot of uh, YouTubers got a lot of money for making one video about this one caption box, so congratulations. <laughs> hey, I, I set up a timeline for you. Yeah. Think of each year yeah. as a minute. Well, and he explains, like, listen. Except it's like, going to be 13 minutes instead well, of 12. Well, you know, fuck you. Yeah. But, like, 2038, Superman appears in public. 22 years earlier, the Kents find him. Then in 2038, we find out that the Kents had a kid and then find Clark. Then in 2045, it's another... He's like, Superman's going to have his origins rebooted. That The idea here is that rebirth, the conceit of rebirth is that, like, everything ends. Yes. You know, like, well, I'm reading these Superman stories, but that's not my Superman. Nope, it's not. Your Superman's over there on that Earth. Yep. And you can you can imagine what great stories. Yeah. And maybe and, someone... And the reality is they stopped writing about it. Yep. But it still happened yeah. and it yeah. has its own future. You can go back and you can read it and have fun. And yeah. maybe some old fogey will show up and tell a story in that world or something. Maybe. Right. But probably not. More likely not. But for <laughs> right now... Most of them, no. Shut up and read the story yeah. until I'm doing it. Yeah, but maybe someone like will it, tell some of those fun New 52 stories you like so yeah, much. Yeah, you like them so much, it's all over but there. Maybe. Maybe not, but maybe. Yep. So is this what they were talking about when they were like, we're... 
with rebirth and what comes after, we're just gonna let people do whatever. Mm -hmm. This is that—that's what this is. This yeah. is like, yeah, someone could go back and write a story for any of those universes or a new universe, yeah. whatever. Yep. All that matters is the DC universe is entirely hinged on Superman. That when you change <laughs> Superman's origin, you change everything. Right. You create a new. Universe. You create a new universe, <laughs> and if you don't sow hope into your origin for Superman, you fuck it up. It gets all messed up. Everything we needed to clear Superman's name was left on your ship. He's like, yeah, I left it there for you to find. Give it to his wife. He'll, she'll, she'll write an article about it. Bye. And then he gets teleported, as do Marionette and Mime, and they all arrive at the Washington Monument. And Dr. Manhattan's like, I know what you did, Adrian. You did it again. And he goes, yep. You're welcome. Yep. Did it. <laughs> Worked. Everyone lives. And, uh, and then... Ozymandias gets shot by the comedian. Ha! And he goes, maybe, maybe not you, you goddamn <laughs> asshole. That's amazing. And then Lex Luthor shows up and he blasts the comedian. Right. And he says, no, you're an asshole. <laughs> and the comedian's like, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm negating the vibrational frequency that brought you here and I'm sending you back to wherever you came from. And the comedian's like, wait, wait, no! <laughs> Get back from whence you came! <laughs> so he teleports about three feet away from Oblivion. Yeah. And he smashes his face with the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> except, he, except he doesn't have any momentum because he spawns like three feet above the ground. Yeah. So. Nah, but he definitely does, though. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vice, maybe it's not three feet away. Maybe it's like. Yeah, maybe it's like. A, like it's like halfway feet. down. Yeah, it's like halfway he disappeared down. halfway I mean, it's down. It's pretty high up, but it's down. really just. Yeah. No, yeah. He's, Regardless of the momentum, the point is that he puts him back where he was, and where he was. Had was hurtling toward the ground. That's true. Yeah. Just okay. because. That's a good point. Just because, yeah. because I stole you and put you in front of the ocean. You know, I put you back you, where you came from. You yeah. fell from that point in, yeah. in the you air in the ocean. Your velocity that you had when from, you when you left. When you left. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Ozymandias is like, "Hooray! I got to die a martyr!" And Rorschach's like, "No, you don't!" And he rips off his mask and he stops the bleeding and he's like, <sighs> "You're gonna go home and you're gonna rot in prison for your crimes." Oh. And he says, "You're not Rorschach." And he goes, "No." Rorschach is me, and no one will write stories about me because Tom King has a Rorschach book right now, and it ain't about Reggie. <laughs> so, uh, I assume it's a prequel. Or... Nope. Okay. Nope. Rorschach is also a sequel to Watchmen because fuck it. So, Doctor Manhattan's like, "Hey, Marionette and Mime, uh, the audience really likes you. You're gonna stay in the DC universe." And they're like, "No, we want our son." He goes, "No, you can't have him." No one's going to yeah. continue to write books about us, but people are going to want to hear about you. People people will want to use you. So. Is he not taking that back? Because he's like, no, nah, if you go back, you'll find your son, and you'll like, fuck him up. And I don't yes. want you to. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he doesn't say that, but right. like, yeah. No. You're not allowed to. Yeah. So he goes, you have a daughter. She's on the way. And my plan is that one day you will see each other again. But you need an anchor uh. here. Uh, and so then he goes back. Before he leaves officially, uh, he goes back to Carver Coleman. Mm. at the moment where he says one year from now you will not exist on this earth and he says hey I'm sorry I didn't explain myself listen I'm not going to be around one year from now I haven't been a very good friend of yours mm. and Carver's like what and he goes listen don't be afraid of what you feel and then he leaves and so Carver finishes the movie the adjournment and in the DC universe he basically is blacklisted from Hollywood for being gay. Mm. And then he is, they, they, some other studio takes a chance on him later on in like the 60s. He gets a great role. That's not Nathaniel Dusk. Right. And his career does very well. He wins an Academy Award for that 
and uh, and then he like he becomes a champion for gay rights. Right. Okay. And so he he lives. Okay. Until he doesn't and dies. Well, yeah, he dies in two thousand five. And he coins the slogan "Don't be afraid of what you feel." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which becomes a a a, a mantra for like for activists activists. in the DC universe. In the DC universe, of course. Yes. It's Uh, a much better mantra than "You see what you want to see." Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, So yeah. uh, Basically, the the story is wrapped up by like Superman and Lois, Clark and Lois are walking uh, back to the planet, the Daily Planet. Yeah. And uh, they bump into Ma and Pa, who were going to be picked up at the station, but they decided to, to walk and meet them. Ma and Pa don't die. Ah, yes. Yeah, so they don't right. die in the car crash. This is where we see that they are still alive. he doesn't have a heart attack either. Nope. So they're alive. Mother, Ma, Ma and Pa Kent are yeah. around. Oh, and he, uh, he doesn't have a heart attack because, uh, I don't know, someone... I fix his heart on is, the <laughs> I saw. I know how it dies. Like, no. Now, and, and what is the reason why Superman this time sees that his heart is effed up but didn't before? What, oh, I don't know. what happened in Superman's past in this reality? Who cares? He, they just went to a doctor or, and he got nitroglycerin. Yeah, maybe there's some yeah, doctor yeah. who had died because of something. Because from this New reality is identical to the previous one, but also John didn't die. Yeah. Whatever. They developed a treatment. Who cares? No one's complaining. Come up with come up with a character who I'm complaining. Was inspired ah! by the Justice Society to become a doctor and sure. saved. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. So uh, because so John is like I affected Superman's world and now he will affect mine. He goes back to the Watchmen universe. Right. Does he become Superman? No. Does he like? Ch- yeah. Because that would be great. Yeah, he, he changes how he looks yeah. and he just starts acting like Superman and he fixes the freaking Watchmen universe. No, he talks about the baby that he that, that like Marionette lost. He's like, I didn't see what happened to the baby because of Vite's tachyon bullshit that was happening at the same time. Okay. But now I put put it back together. And I realized the blind spot is me. It's not what Ozymandias was doing. It was because I went back. I took the baby. And I, I raised it. <laughs> I took the baby. I took the baby. <laughs> what? Okay. So, John takes Marionette and Mime's son. And he's like, I could never be the hero that the world needs because my dad was a dickhead. Mm. And... I don't have what Superman had. So we see, like, John wearing a suit and, like, walking on the surface of Mars, Mm -hmm. showing Marionette and Mime's son, like, you know, what stars are and stuff. Like, the kid sees a star. He says, look, a falling star. Should we make a wish? And he just smiles. I believe in wishes again. He imagines a future in which he doesn't go in the chamber. Oh. And, uh, Does he decide to make that reality? No. Well, like, or it always existed because he remembers it. But, like, he has a daughter and then uh, he has a son. And, you know, like, he's like, it's a nice daydream. Oh, I'm still pooping photographs. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like a copy machine. <laughs> no, he, uh, so as, as he, uh, and as he gives the last of his power to his son, he realizes that he has given this world a protector. That the reason why the Watchmen universe was so fucked up and miserable is because Superman didn't exist. Oh, of course. Right. So John dies. He imbues all the power that makes him Dr. Manhattan into Marinette and Mime's son, whom he kind of raised to a certain age. Are you telling me what? John becomes John Kent? Yeah. Well, I mean, in a, in a way. A more stoic, cold, emotionless way. <laughs> but then he drops this child off. 
at this house, which has like an owl clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They name themselves the Hollises after Hollis Mason. Okay. The original night owl. So this is this is Lori and and Dan and Dan. And they have a daughter. It kind of okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like them. No, I don't know why. Okay. So they get a they they get a knock on the door. Their daughter answers it. Sally is named after her mom. Okay. When she opens the door, the little boy says, "John calls me Clark." And he's got a little Doctor Manhattan logo on his uh, on his forehead there. What the fuck? So, so. <laughs> So Night Owl and Silk Spectre 2, yes, both, both, are going to raise Clark Hollis, yes. <laughs> who has powers in the Watchmen universe, yes. and he may and someday he be will become a Superman-like Superman character. Yeah. Which oh. would make Alan Moore tear himself in half like rumple fucking stilts <laughs> Why does the world not destroy itself? What is? How does he fix that? Oh, uh, oh that's right. Uh, John evaporates all the nuclear weapons in the world oh yeah oh. no he was like great he's like i am a being of an action he learns from superman like no fuck that so he goes back to the watchman universe and he goes nope does he also like remove the knowledge, the knowledge of, of how, how to them? make them it no when when all the nukes are gone that's what unites the world and the world gets a little better as a result that, like, people won't make nukes anymore. Yeah, I'm sure one asshole is going to be like, you know, everyone had nukes and then didn't. I'm going to yeah, make well, one. You need a refinement plant, man. You better st get started. It's going to take you about 50 years. <laughs> and by that point, Clark will be there. Oof. Um, so what happens to Vite? He goes to jail. He goes to jail. Okay. So I guess, I guess Dr. Manhattan, like, brings him back with him and puts him somewhere where the authorities find well, him. Or... you know, if Batman's methods are any indication, he just goes to the nearest uh, prison and just <laughs> dumps just him in an empty cell. Uh, well, it says Vite's headquarters have become his prison, so yes. they turn... Yeah, they turn his whole headquarters into, like, a supermax. Yeah, okay. For one guy. Right. And there's, like, a super smart girl who, like, visits a lot who gets Bubastis, or Tubastis. Oh, okay. A super smart girl? Yes. Yeah. Is she anything? Is she connected to something? Setting it up. Hey, you want to you do more sequels to Watchmen? Here no, 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 no more sequels to Watchmen, uh, please. Well, we already got one. It's called Rorschach by Tom King and Joel Jones. Fuck. Okay. This was, this was too much. You think? Yes. Uh, this is a lot. Yeah, it was very there, dense. It's the a... longest episode we've ever recorded. Yeah. And, it, it, and what's the worst of it is... It like, changes nothing. No, it, it changes everything. It yeah. fixes it. It, it realigns well, it, DC to be to be in. Because the thing is, you know, it's like the New Fifty Two and its hopelessness or its darkness. It didn't happen because necessarily just because editorial was like, you know, it's cool, murder and death. It's also because the audience that reads DC Comics likes that shit. You can't just make a book that is an editorial <laughs> mandate in its. Like, no, no, the DNA of reality itself that you're playing in is intrinsically hopeful. And when you stray from that path, you make gross bullshit that won't, the, re the universe will fix itself to undo that. Like, no! If you're, what'll happen is sales will dip. That's what'll happen. And then you'll have to go back and you'll have to make something like, oh, I don't know, a sequel to Dark Knight's Metal. You, if you want to do that, you need to be in charge. You can't step down. Well... This I will says, say this. He gets to he gets to say like it all happened. Yep. 
So it makes sense now. Like, yes. if you're wondering, like, what the fuck was Rebirth? Right. How, it's this. Like, mechanically, though, what happened? Well, yeah. this is mechanically what happened. That's right. Rebirth. Like, like, I there took was all the no things rebirth. and I put them all. There, I put them all in their own little box, mm -hmm. and they all happen. Yeah. You can have them, and anybody can write about them. And if one of them is like dark and hopeless and weird, like. That's not what I'm saying. Like is supposed to happen, no. but I guess it it can. But it's sure. allowed to. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's not. It's place. not good. This right. is better. You know. This is. You according know, to me. According but to me. This yeah. is essentially saying everything happened. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Literally. Yep. Everything happened and could be given a a tail. Yeah. By the way, that blood that was like covering mm. everything, it was actually Superman's cape. See, your own cynicism made you think it was blood, it was but blood. it's really hope. Yeah, we'll be... No, well, that's well, how it's capable of blood. Sucks. No, it does. Yeah. Tiny little logo, yeah. giant freaking cape. Oh, no, it's... No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's literally no. not his cape. His cape would not look like that. The pro okay. The idea of using Watchmen characters to affect metatextually the continuity within DC is at least an idea, right? That's like something that isn't nearly as exploitative as seeing Batman and Rorschach fight. Right. right. Like for as for as, as used as these characters are, for as much as we see like comedian being used as a hired gun, he's not used nearly to the effect you might have expected. Right? There's not a lot of comedian. Right. You know, comedian gets to be cool and do stuff, even if the role he was created for isn't to be cool at no. all. No. But <laughs> when you make Watchmen have had an effect on DC, and DC characters are like, that was a neat costume, I'm gonna do that. Like, that it inspires someone to become the comedian, or it, in, mm. it, it inspires a new Rorschach within the DC universe, or, or Wally West gets Dr. Manhattan powers. Like, I think that's more dumb than just doing a story that is more or less self-contained, because at the end of the day, the timeline that Johns rolls out yeah. is immediately contradicted. So, it's already out of con. It's already not a story that is in continuity because that's no. fucked up. The only thing they do keep is that Superman's parents didn't actually didn't die. die. Like yeah. they at least Bendis didn't go like, no, I don't like that. Did they? Are they keeping that the Justice Society was a thing? Yes, but in a tie-in from Justice League that was leading up to Death Metal, Green Lantern and Flash meet the JSA in the past undermining their non-continuity existence and then sudden rebirth. Well, oh, well no, it the happened after this. Crisis. Right, or not. Like, this occurred and reinstituted it, so then they did that. Ex except <laughs> that when they go back and meet them, they don't recognize them or know them. Oh. Oh, so it was before this. It was during this. It was in the middle of this. It was, like, after issued, like, 9 or 10. They go back and they don't know them? Yeah, they're like, who are you? Who are these people? Why do they not know them in that story? There is no explanation. Because they hadn't existed. So there's an... Here's, they're ignoring Doomsday But they Boss. feel like it's the past. Yeah, they go to the past, but they're like, Wait, But they don't know who they are? No. So it's not their past. No, it's, it's, the, like, it's the past that was like implied because of the beginning of the Rebirth Initiative, but not the actual execution of Rebirth, which is the real that literal it, it actually literally happened. Yes. So it's like when, they, when that was written, they didn't actually know what this was going to no, do? No, they didn't. So they just like they thought it was gonna like oh I guess it was another universe or something yeah. or or everyone had their memories wiped yeah yeah well because they're operating under that assumption anyway because people didn't remember certain things or people right 
Right. They're it's just, just doing that they didn't the know that that's that what John was, do John's was doing. Oh. Yeah. So this is saying that all the Earths are there. Yep. Earth 1 becomes Earth 1985, even <laughs> though no one's going to call it that. That's right. <laughs> what Earth is the Watchman Earth? It's not, right. It's not it's Watchman not, Earth. It's not part of this. Uh, it's it not didn't part get of the its metaverse. own name. Yeah, it's Watchmen's not thing. in the metaverse. It's right. another place over there. Like Marvel. Marvel's not yep. in the metaverse. Yeah, it's like Marvel. Yeah. Even but, though, if you ask Grant Morrison, it's, oh no. Yeah. It's in the multiverse. It's one of them. It has to be. I mean, I didn't say which one it was, Mor though. Morrison would want you to believe that it was on the other side of the, Mor the, the source wall, but we all know that... That's not what's on the other side of the source wall. An overly complicated <laughs> villainous named Perpetua's on the other side of the source wall. But it's, it's all on the other side of the source wall. There's ten source walls, and they're all different. Well, well, if you go to the Dark Multiverse, there's multiple source walls and multiple crises right. that take place, which doesn't and, make any fucking sense. And there could be all these Earths that were created here. They all have their own source well, wall, yeah, too. So maybe behind one thing. of them is Perpetua, and one of them is Marvel, and one of them is the Watchmen universe. Yeah, sure. Or Dr. Something. Manhattan and Ozymandias and all these other people can come over here, and, Oz and Dr. Manhattan can affect yes. the DC everything. Yes, everything. Mm -hmm. Can they now go like, to the Watchmen world? No, right. No. they don't have Dr. Manhattan power. That's right. But and someone could pull the fucking Wally machine. Does but now. Wally does. That's right, Wally does. <laughs> and Batman in the Dark Multiverse, after this, remembers this, gleans how Osterman became Dr. Manhattan and creates the machine that makes him and uses it on himself to make Dr. Manhattan. So then he could go. <laughs> or Dr. Manhattan. See? Like, what the crap? Yeah. Where? Well, no, but what are the connections? See, see, the reason why that happened is because restraint doesn't exist. No. Like, you're supposed to not do that, though. Yeah, but I, I set up a whole world where, like, you could take any of these Earths and, and do anything yeah. that you want. Well, now I'm going to do this other thing well, that now, subverts that. Now yeah. I'm going to connect it directly oh. to the Watchmen universe that you explicitly set up as separate. Yes, that's right. Damn it. Oops. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's you the opened the door, that's man. The doing that. Yes, I know. I, I, now, arguably, the door was opened by before Watchmen well, to start publishing with. Wise. Like, you know. Because it wasn't in the DC universe. They didn't bridge them. They just said, I know, Here but are they started more. writing books about it. Yes. And so it's like, oh, let's write all kinds of books. Hey, let's write books where they cross over. Like, it's, you know, it's a yeah. slippery slope. But they never did. Yeah, but uh, yes, yes, yes. But the guy who was in charge took it upon himself to write the only story in which that happens. You know, he could also have declared no one I may know. use those characters. I know. But, he but he'll have, get but replaced. He yes, but he'll be. And well, someone else will just do it. Well, and he for, was, and it for, did. So yes, it was for thirty-five years. Well, for thirty years, yes. they didn't touch it. Yes, and then once they touched it, they couldn't stop touching it. That's oh, right. how good it feels! Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, ah. listen, we, we have a we have an we have an admission of that because Doctor Manhattan talks about how he affects Superman's timeline and it's intoxicating. Maybe maybe it's equally you know intoxicating it uh -huh. to affect the Watchmen universe. It's yeah. Superman. It Superman is, is intoxicating. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. But like. Oh, just imagine what I could do. Oh, what if I brought the comedian oh, Christ. in? Yeah. Wait, what? Well, the comedian fucking died. I that scene where they're just going haywire on the bar. Yeah, yeah that's a good scene. Yeah. Ugh. So this is very interesting because, like, there's some fun stuff that happens that's in this That's the thing. Is that it's not really like if, cool it were, if it were shit. dumb as fuck, right. it'd be, like, easy to dismiss. Right. Here are some things that I will say that are good about Doomsday Clock. The art is phenomenal. Yes. Yes. No I, argument. And, like, and no. I've heard other people say, like, it's good. No. It's Great. Yeah, it's really good. I like looking at every page. Check one. <laughs> I have not seen like one picture of someone where I was just like, they're That's drawn weird. poorly or yep. like, yeah, it no. makes me feel weird. It's Flawless solid. execution. Two, the Superman theory. I dig it. 
that idea. idea. Yeah, that is a cool idea. And excellent execution thereof. Now, not, uh, maybe I'll dial it back from excellent to great. Because I think the execution of the Superman theory could have been an event. Yeah, that's the thing. It's almost like wasted. It, it is, but we get the culmination of all of it in a in a, in a way smaller package. Yeah, you don't get any fucking tie-ins. Fuck no tie-ins. Yeah. We don't see it like done contradictory. Right. It's just it, it it is, and then it isn't. Fine. Yeah. Superman being the linchpin of the multiverse and the existence of the metaverse. Makes I sense. love it. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, because it's reality. Yeah. Is that even, he has been in all the stories that get written. Yep. Like, it's all about him. It's all him. about him. Even if, it, even the if they don't part. care. Yeah. Because in the New 52, you could tell they couldn't give, they couldn't care less about, like, how to properly execute Superman and make him work fundamentally within this new universe. Mm -hmm. They were more focused on Batman. Yeah. And they will be until they are split up by an antitrust lawsuit. <laughs> My question is, which Joker is it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you couldn't stop yourself, I, right? I honestly couldn't care less, and I don't want to hear it. I just what are you talking about? It's the Joker. It's just the Joker. That's the one you wanted to see interact with Marionette and Mime, the one you wanted. That's the one. Right. So those are th some. Th oh, uh, Marionette and Mime are successes as well. I think they're interesting characters. Yeah. And they have a really interesting backstory. They are cool. And but they end up not mattering. Well, they don't. Well, no, well they don't matter. They don't to matter. This kid to matters. This. That's it. Yeah, but like they that in and of itself is important to the story, but they're also just dope. They're better executions of Punch and Julie. And as a result, I will enjoy their adventures more in the future. Now that being said, they're gonna have a kid. So like, right. is the kid gonna be warped? Is it gonna be a baby? Are they gonna be aged up? Are they gonna be aged down? Is she gonna be pregnant for like six years? I, I, I don't know. But at least the proof of concept in this is solid. Right. I I see. They, so they do address the... Superman theory? Superman thing, oh, they, kind they, of. They say it like it's it's disproven or it's like... Well, yeah, it's like just, the world steps back from the brink, basically. It's shouted down. Right. Yeah. Calls by Wonder Woman for a new iteration of the dormant Global Guardians mm -hmm. to be formed in the wake of India's agreed to designate member of the Doom to... So they're yeah. giving you little snippets of like, oh, everyone's kind of like calming the fuck down. Yes. And then th you also didn't mention that oh, yes. friggin' Lex, Lex Luthor is like, Vite had the right idea, but I can do it better. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're setting up Lex Luthor will become like a, a Machiavellian super genius villain that will try and unite the Earth right. using a common foe. Right. No one's going to do that either. Or if Maybe they do, Jeff Johns they... will do it someday. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. They go so far as to show that the Justice Society of America will investigate the metahumans thing. They're yep. like, we're going to step in and see what we'll the government is doing. We'll check it out. We were there first, and we yeah. weren't created by the government, so we'll, yeah. we'll figure so it out. Yeah, so don't worry. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. Maybe yeah. there was something to that metahuman thing, yeah. but we're going to take well, care well, of we'll it. Well, we'll figure it out and, and yeah. quietly disappear it. Yeah. <laughs> so that no one has to hear about it again. Right. So now where Flash gets a bit of Dr. Manhattan in him uh. and becomes a Dr. Manhattan Flash... Or yeah. whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, Flash hat. Or the chair to, I guess it was the... Yeah, it was the Mobius, Mobius chair. Mobius chair. Um, was oh. that, that... Jeff Johns didn't have anything to do with that, did not he? A, not a thing. He would never have done that. Right. He so would that's, never have done that. That's kind of funny. Because, like, yeah. he took Watchmen and made it his fucking playground. And yep. did whatever he wanted. And immediately... Everyone else. Everyone's taken his thing and be like, oh, I'll use that. Oh. And that'll be a magic fucking thing. Yep. That'll do a cool... He's like, well, no, no, no. But this is really important. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, no, sure like, Watchmen is. was real important. Sure uh, it is, Jeff. Uh, 
Oh, man. Like, you don't have a leg to stand on. No, no. Yeah, well, that's why... If, if Watchmen you know, wasn't sacred, Doomsday Clock sure as fuck ain't sacred. No, I, I, I did not maintain it is. I think it's interesting. You know what I love about the end of this? Yeah. Where they reference 5G? Yeah. If it's you been, were reading this book in 10 years, you'd be like, what the fuck is yeah, this? It's nothing. 5G? They never... They dropped it! Yeah. They dropped it! Now, here's the question. When you reprint this, are you going to change it to future state? I bet you don't. Nah, they'll just leave it. It'll be like, yeah. 5G? What's 5G? Yeah. Oh, it it's just a fantastical world that we'll never see. That's the thing, is that if they leave 5G in, it cements its irrelevancy. Mm. Now, Jeff Johns is not a prophet. He's an asshole. Well, he did write lots of stuff that he couldn't possibly know about. So no. he is just like, oh, and then in 2040 and in yeah. 2050, uh -huh. this happens. He's like, yeah, I'm just spinning yours. Exactly. Of course I don't know that these things are going to happen. Right. It's just a fun, yeah. you know, what if. And that's the most and same as 5G. Thing. Yeah. Like, like uh, 5G. No, but that's like a specific event that, they, that you're like, calling 5G, which is a weird thing to put in here. But yes. he's also doing the exact same thing. Like, so... Did he name all the other events in the, like, 30 years from he now? He did not. Well, he named... Yes, he did. He named, like, certain events. Let's see. Well, he named the Secret Crisis, which is the Secret DC Crisis. crossover yeah. Yeah. in 10 years. Uh, time Eruptors is what it was. Time Masters. Time Masters time erupts. Masters. Time Eruptors. You know, gentlemen, everything ends, including this episode. Finally. <laughs> I didn't believe it could, but it did. <laughs> no, let's just keep going! Yeah, let's go another four hours, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go! Everything ends, and also uh, you see ends. what you want. You see what you want to see. You, you see what see. you want to see. Yeah, and uh, never be ashamed of who you are, or whatever the hell it you is. You see what you want to see. <laughs> you do what you want to do. The Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> and Doomsday Clock is a book you can pick it up. Yeah.